motherfucker! Welcome to a special midweek, mid, mid, I don't even, mid by week. Off week. <laughs> off week episode of Nerds. A new, a new, uh, relatively new idea that uh, my co host and I had. It's, it's uh, go ahead. What's the business, though? Y'all. What's the business, <laughs> y'all? It's your boy Jester954 in the house. Uh, this is the new venture we're doing since the show's gone bi weekly. With the official episodes of Nerds, um, Jester954 and your boy Uncle Aaron have decided to uh, do an off-week episode just to talk some shit, maybe hit some extra topics, and just do some kind of stream-of-consciousness ranting so that for those of you that want some extra content and enjoy hearing you know, Nerds, the, po- uh, the podcast stuff, can, uh, can enjoy. And mostly Jesse's sultry tones, the sweet... Sweet baritone. <laughs> yeah, the sweet raspy voice of my cigarette-addled uh, esophagus. And if you're in the know, which you should be, you kind of caught what the uh, beginning of, of this was. Oh, yeah. And if you don't know, now you know. So we're going to be reviewing and doing a little retro review of the Resi- uh, Resident, the Evil Dead. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what I was thinking there. Evil the- Dead 2013 remake. Yeah, man. I rewatched it this weekend for, in preparation. I rented yeah. it for three bucks on Amazon, and goddamn, it was worth every penny. I buy. I bought the Blu-ray the day it came out. I um, I watch it probably once every two or three months. I've probably seen it four times in the last month. Um, it's just one of those go-to movies that I can always watch. There's something about it that I really enjoy. We'll, obviously, we'll get into an in-depth review with tons of spoilers. Um. But something about this movie I really enjoy. It's one of those movies that I can watch a lot. Um, like, you ever had a movie that you really love, but you don't need to watch it a million times? Yes. Uh, Hereditary. Yeah, Hereditary I thought was great. Yeah, but I'll Do never watch it, it again? again. Nah, I ain't watching that shit again. I'll I watch the, the ending. I mean, That fucking even, ending was so yeah, good. Yeah, that's true. When she's sawing her head off. Yeah, dude, when she, and she's just staring at him. Yeah, that's like, creepy. Fucking so good. Um... Well, you know what I, you know what movie was like the I can watch it forever to me, and it's so sad because I don't even really like it. Fucking Transformers one, the Michael Bay Transformers. It's always an oddity like that. Yeah, because mine's weird too. But go on. No, I could just watch that fucking movie. Well, it was on a bunch when it f- first came out on HBO or whatever. They played it fucking like every day, <laughs> and I would just put it on and do other shit. You know, I'd yeah. like have it on in the background, and. You know, God bless Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I mean, um, this is a throwback to probably like three, four years ago. Uh, but I, uh, when I said it at some point, I, non-ironically, am a fan of his and love his work. He's a really good he actor. He is a really fucking good actor. And the fact that like, yeah, he went crazy and people make fun and... I mean, the, the whole, like, he will not divide us Trump thing was hilarious <laughs> with the trolling when 4chan used, like, airplanes and yeah. stars to find the flag. You know what? Whatever. But 
you know, and all the other stunts he did, the the, the paper bag over his head with I'm Not Famous Anymore. My and, favorite is him watching all of his movies and crying oh, alone dude. in a movie theater no, in a the, tuxedo. The, the meme it shows, like, at one point he's crying, then he's laughing. Yeah. Another point he's taking a nap. Like, you know, like... It's so I, good. I really like him because, I mean, I don't know why I feel like a kinship. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's your bud. Well, him when he was younger... Like I like kind of looked like me when I was younger. True, he had that curly hair. We have like a, we have a, like a similar like I had this theory back when I was in high school, when the Matrix came out, that there are only so many like like you know when you're playing like uh, uh let's say a Call of Duty or any game with NPCs. Yeah, and there's only so many character builds. Yeah, I I thought like if you ever really look, there's other dudes or girls or non-binary folks that look just like you. Oh, dude, you know me. I look like fucking You're every everyone. Fucking white guy. I look like every dude that's ever yeah. existed. That's white with glasses. Exactly. I'm every <laughs> long, curly-haired dude with a beard and glasses at a metal show. Like I look like all of them. We're the same person. Yeah, you but and Claudio are the same guy. Yeah, I ended up. Um, well, we have we have we're actually not, but yeah. No, he. I mean, he's definitely a chubby version. Um. But. But I remember like realizing this because I had a friend. Uh, his name is I can say his name. His name is Alfonso Crespo. He goes by Remy. Um, he's actually a game developer. Really? He's actually yeah. He worked on a, a couple of really dope games. I can't say because NDA bullshit. Yeah. He's got a cool game coming out. I really apologize for not knowing it. I may try to bring it back in the edit, but um, he's been to a couple of gaming conventions for a game he's working on. But um, I realized that he was just me. Born into a different life, <laughs> and we took different routes. But um, with Shia LaBeouf, I I really like his work. There's something about like, like I love how that when it, whenever he's like no 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 he he does that in every movie yes no 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 yeah no, yeah no. yeah he's like no 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 he has that like panic moment you know how every actor has a thing they have to do dude holes is still really good for a kids I've movie never seen oh dude it. it's great but um. It's kind of dark too. It's one of those kids kids Isn't movies. Isn't it that they're digging holes and they find monsters? No, no, no. They're digging holes for Sigourney Weaver. It's like a summer camp type thing. I can't remember the the whole thing. I can't remember why they're there, but it's like a I think it's a summer camp thing. And they dig these holes and they're they're looking for something and she's she's like a taskmaster. She's basically like enslaving these children. Well, I I I always like felt like, man, like when I saw him in Transformers, I was like, this I don't like this movie. But certain things stood out. Like, honestly, <laughs> come on, man. When the Transformers are in the backyard and they're, like, tripping over the pool. And yeah, like, he's yeah. like, shut up, shut up. My parents are sleeping. For some reason, that part was so funny. Yeah. Like, that, because they, they trust His him. His parents in that movie are actually really funny. The, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That, whole little, that whole little subplot of, like, them coming to visit him at his house. And he's, like, it's weird because he has this relationship with these giant space alien robot dudes. Yeah. And they're being like kind of like silly, like they don't understand like the the nuances of like how our society works. Like you have to hide. You're a giant transforming robot. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like Sam. Or what, what's his name? It's Sam Witwicky. <laughs> yes. I <laughs> 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 that, thought that was really funny, but it wasn't until I think it was probably 2014 or probably 13, 14, 14, um, when. I watched a movie called 
The Necessary Death of Charlie Countryman. I remember the poster for that one, in fact. Yeah, and I also made a big deal and spoke about it on an older... uh, Yes. The previous podcast thing. There's a movie called... They changed the name because fucking normies and people are stupid and they can't understand a long title like that. And they changed the movie name to Charlie Countryman. Yeah, it was a red poster. Yeah. And um, but the original name of the of the movie of I'll even I'll I'll just call it a film. It actually features Mads Mik- Mads Mikkelsen. Really? Yeah, he's the he's the antagonist. Was Anton Yelchin in that or no? Who the fuck is that, dude? That's um, the guy that died that was in the Fright Night remake, and he was Chekhov. In I don't know, maybe, but um, is that his name? The Russian guy in not, fucking Star Trek is that Chekhov? I don't know, but you know who was in it? It wasn't Harry, and it wasn't Hermione. It was Ron. Ron. Ron was in it. Oh, really? Dude, Ron and Shia (laughs) do acid. They do acid and go out for a night on the town in, um, I forget what, like, country they're in. They're in, like, some European country, but um, it's Mads Mikkelsen, Shia LaBeouf, um, this beautiful actress who does a great job, but, um... The movie is called The Necessary Death of Charlie Countryman. And it's kind of a it's like a romance story to a point with a slight thriller bend, but not really. Kind of an adventure romance. And I just thought it was such a good movie. It was it was really well done. I really recommend it to many people, especially like Hopeless Romantics. Like it's a really it's a really cool film. Does Charlie I, Countryman die though? It's called The Necessary Death yeah. of Charlie Countryman. He does die. But <laughs> when you watch it, you still might think he might not. Okay. Because he might not. You know what movie was like that for me that I was hoping would um, end up that it wasn't a sad ending? It was fucking uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. I don't that know one's what that Steve is. Steve Carell and Kira Knightley. And it's like a meteor's coming to Earth, like it's gonna kill everyone. And so Steve Carell goes on this mission to meet, like, find his high school girlfriend who was the one that got away. Like he gets dumped by his wife right after everyone finds out they're Is all gonna Kira die. Knightley his age? No, sure no, that's the thing. Younger. That's the thing. Oh, it, he finds it addresses else. it. It's like she needs to leave because her drug addict boyfriend is like doing some. I don't know. Something happens and she needs to get the fuck out of there too. And so she's like, fuck it, I'll go with you. And they're going to go because he gets a letter basically from his, uh, the one that got away, his high school sweetheart. And she basically says, like, I realized it was you I wanted the whole time, all this stuff. So he's like, I'm going to go find her and die with her. Like, I'm going to, you know, when the end comes, I want to be with yeah. her. Well, Instead of being respectful and going and finding your mother. <laughs> well, I think his family's dead. <laughs> okay. I don't know. And then, so Kira Knightley is like, I need to get to England. That's where she's from in this. And she's like, I want to get back to my family, basically. Yeah. So I think he's like, look, if you come with me, my dad still lives in that hometown and he's a pilot. So he'll take you. Like, I'll make him take you. Because his wife, you know, his mom's dead, too. And so it's like, you know, whatever. He's got nothing to do. So she goes and then they fall in love, basically. But it's it's a really good little rom-com. But then it ends and everyone fucking dies. Like... The meteor comes and kills them all, and it's it's really sad and 
sweet at the same time. Like it's like uh, he he's she's like I'm scared, and it's like white. The you know the the room's getting super bright white because there's just a giant fucking meteor coming to hit Earth. Yeah, and it's blowing fire everywhere. I'm sure. Well, and she's like I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. And he's like, look at me. It's gonna be okay. And then they die. It's like, like um, that reminds me completely of Melancholia. Yeah, which was a terrible movie. Wait I, a second, Kristen Dunst. Yes, I hated Mel. I don't did? like Lars von Trier at all, dude. Because we talked about this before. All right, so this is a throwback. If any of you guys were that hardcore that you went that back, we've we've gone over this, but this is like that's like fucking four years ago. Um, with uh, we did a Lars von Trier <laughs> thing a couple years ago because I was going through something like traumatic. So it's like to make something funny. I was going through like a horribly depressive moment in my life. So one day I decided to just like watch every Lars von Trier and film. And he is a depressing Yeah, motherfucker. his movies are traumatizing. They are melancholia. Um, I just saw actually a clip from uh, The House That Jack Built, which I kind of wanted to see. It's like the only Trier movie I wanted to see. Wait, I didn't see that. What's that? It's the new one he put out this year. And it's uh, Matt Dillon. Remember the shit. It's not going to be as edgy. Matt Dillon's not going to be in a movie with. Uh, there's a scene where he is sniping with a hunting rifle children in front of their mother, and then he makes the mom breastfeed one of them, the corpse, and then blows her brains out. It's. Oh, man. Where can I see this? It, so it was. The thing with Lars von Trier is he makes all his movies to make people at Cannes and Sundance basically throw up and leave like get mad he wants shock value he's a provocateur okay and but but the thing is he's a films are wonderful really... cinematographer like whoever he works yeah. with is fan fucking tastic antichrist score antichrist that's the one that fucking that baby falling out that window is one of the most Fuck beautifully that. right before shots. the baby falls out the window the 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 slamming penetration and the swinging of the ball sack. Well, they had actual sex in that movie. No, yeah. The first shot is you see is, if no one knows, Antichrist <laughs> has nothing to do with Satan or Antichrist or religion. The movie starts off with a couple, a married couple who have a child, but they're having shower sex. Yeah, it's William, Willem Dafoe Willem and Dafoe Charlotte and, Gainsbourg. Yeah, which he uses in a all bunch of his, all his movies. Yeah. Um, cause he also did Necro Nymphomaniac, Nymphomaniac with Shia LaBeouf getting a blowjob. <laughs> Woohoo! He um, didn't have real sex in that though. No, they, no, no. So Lars von Trier in that one used pornographic actors as body Porno doubles. Actors with CG, with CGI yeah. face shit. Yeah. But um, the beginning of Antichrist is there's a married couple with a child having sex in the shower. But there's like really artistic black and white close up shots. Yeah. Of like slamming cock into pussy <laughs> penetration with balls slapping, and it's Willem Dafoe and it's getting it Willem in. Dafoe getting it. That's the and thing with uh, Charlotte Gainsborough too. She like doesn't give a fuck because she was in Nymphomaniac doing the same shit. Like, yeah, just it's, it's crazy, man. Like she's this, a, and she's a great fucking actress. Not to say not the sex doesn't take away from that, but it's just like you when you get to a caliber of acting you would think like i don't well, no, do that because if you have to understand like that's the next level because it's not like they're doing like friday the 13th remake i pull my tits out oh yeah that's hot. yeah yeah did you ever see the remake of friday yeah, the 13th? yeah when the when the the douchey quarterback is fucking the hot cheerleader and like she's like riding him and then he's like oh man your tits are so hot <laughs> And like it is, it's a hot scene because her tits are out and he's groping them. But his dialogue is so douchey. But this is like artistic 
yeah, yeah, almost real. Like that's why *Nymphomaniac*, which is two films, yeah, I thought was really well done because even though there's pornographic style scenes in the movie where you're literally watching like a young girl take a dick in her mouth and suck it, yeah, it's not really. You don't really get a boner and want to like jerk off to it. Well, no, rub, it's shot like out. clinically almost. It's, yeah, it's, interesting. it's just it's a it's it's. I mean, God, you, I, I'm gonna have to spoil this scene. There's a scene on the train when there's a man. I'm, I'm jumping from movie to movie now, but in *Nymphomaniac*, there's a scene where there's these young girls who are of age. I, fuck it, no, in the movie they're not. Yeah, they're high school girls. They're taking a train. They see a man by himself. They're going through an era in their life where they're hypersexualized, and they seduce this man. And he tells them, "I'm taking a train back home because me and my wife want to have a baby." And she's ovulating this weekend, and I've been saving my seed, and I'm gonna. And it's like, why are you telling these girls this shit? <laughs> so what? What idea do they get? They go. They want to steal it. Let's take this nigga's seed. Yeah. So you know they perform. She performs a sex act on him and waste the seed, which is if you if you look away from like the whole like sexual objectivity of like sex and oh whatever like this sex scene, that's actually a very impactful like display of power it's a very interesting idea how too. this young woman could take such an earnest and loving sentiment from this man who has been trying so hard to save his seed for his wife to procreate and she eventually basically takes that seed from him even if he goes home and impregnates his wife it won't be the same sp- sperm cell and I'm yeah, not, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure if we have scientific knowledge to know if each sperm cell has a different consciousness or does every sperm cell have the same one as the same nut? I don't think I don't they have know. a consciousness, but I think they're conscious in some way because they have the biological drive. Because they all to, battle. To and some of them are retarded. The... Some of them have two tails and they don't swim well. Some of them just hit the wall. Some of them are dead already. It really yeah. is. It really is. Like when you look into the procreation aspect of uh, a load of sperm, like some of those sperm cells don't work well. Some of them are. It's the alpha that gets through, and it, it's the one that takes luckily the left instead of the right turn and gets there right on time. Either way, Lars von Trier writes fucking crazy ass fucking movies. Yeah, not a fan. But I think this was somehow going back to Shia LaBeouf. You were talking about Melancholia, which oh, is where Melancholia, I got it. that movie uh, fucking sucked. Because this came from Melancholia because Aaron was talking about a movie about. Uh, like a Seeking meteor. a friend for the end of the world, yeah, and, and it's, Melan- that's what melancholy is about. Melancholy is basically about this rich couple is getting married, and at the same time, they discover a meteor is headed towards Earth, and yeah. they're going to die. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a meteor. I think it's the moon. It's another planet. Oh, that's what it is. It's yeah. Which is melancholy is the name of the planet. Which is basically Nibiru. Yeah. If you go on the whole Enki and Lil stitching thing or stitching thing, um. And at one point of the movie, you realize, oh no, the uh, awesome the planet is actually going away. It's not getting closer. Yeah, remember that? Because mm-hmm. a little stupid little kid made a little, uh, he made a little like uh, like a little object out of coat hangers. Yeah, where he could read if it was getting bigger or smaller. Yeah, it's stupid. And uh, they realize, oh no, it's coming. We're gonna die. And you're watching this movie, and it's beautiful. It's super boring. No, it's not. It's so fucking boring. I guess you know why it wasn't boring? Because I was 
hyper depressed <laughs> and i was like two von trier movies in yeah so i was already invested and you know what's funny is at that time i was watching those movies dead sober <laughs> dead sober in the middle of the daytime with my windows blacked out and uh it was just like it was you know what man if you want to kill yourself watch a von trier film and you might as well just You'll be like, eh, I could last a couple more years. So those movies are so depressing that they're they're. It's almost like watching them is worse than killing yourself, and you'll stick around because it's like they're <laughs> so depressing, but they're the really house, well shot. The house that Jack built, I read. I just I knew I wasn't gonna watch it, so I read the synopsis like on Wikipedia because I'm interested in things. I want to know the story, but I don't want to waste my time. Like I'm like, fuck this. If I know I'm never gonna watch it, I'll I'll read it. So. That one's about a guy who's a serial killer, and it takes place over uh, a bunch of different periods of his life, right? Like this, when this is the the new Matt one, Damon, Matt Dillon. Don't not Matt Damon. It's Matt Dillon. He was Are the you fucking kidding me. You remember he was him? In Wild things. Yes. Oh yes, my god. Yes. Are you kidding me? No. He's, he's still alive. Yeah, and he's in this, and he's a serial killer, and so it just takes. Don't all the periods, the yeah, all, no, no, all the periods that he kills people, it goes through those, okay, and so one shows... of those is he kidnaps a lady and her kids or something, and then snipes them. But it's like, a, what do you mean he kidnaps them and he snipes them? I think he tricks her into dating him, and then decides like he builds up to. Well, how is her she sitting kids. next to him while he's sniping her kids and they're far away? He makes them all wear red hats, and then he's in a deer stand or like a hunting stand, and then. He makes them run, basically, and one of them runs out. Well, he I guess he makes them think they're going to get away. I only saw the clip of them. Okay. So he makes them think they're going to get away, and then one starts running, and he blows its brains. No, he shoots its leg, and then the mom comes over, and he shoots the kid in the head while the mom's there. And then another one runs. That sounds great. Don't another one peeks out from around like a thing, and he blows bang. his brains out, and the mom's just screaming and crying. I didn't watch the whole thing because no, it's hyper-violent that. for being hyper-violent. That's the whole thing. But wow. But it's well, even uh, God. It's it's such a jump with all these von Trier films because back to Antichrist, which what we were saying before is then a baby just falls out of a window. Well, in what, what, what the 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 premise of the movie of Antichrist? Well, we'll get on to like what our episode's actually about. But the premise of Antichrist, which is a great film, Willem Dafoe and whatever the fuck that lady, Charlotte name is, Gainsbourg, um, Gainsborough. I can't remember how to they, say um, they have a they have a they have a baby, which is probably maybe one. If mm-hmm. I think it's one, it can yeah. it can like kind of walk and crawl. It can crawl and walk, yeah. And they're they they put it to sleep and they're having sex in the shower and it's like slow mo black and white sex, whatever. Veiny cock <laughs> pounding into fucking just like what's the word? Uh, what's the, uh, what? Fuck the word. <laughs> um, supple vagina, supple, supple <laughs> vagina lips, and they're just fucking in the shower. They're not paying attention to the baby, and the baby gets out of the baby bed, and the baby stumbles onto the balcony, and the baby climbs up on the seat, and the baby mistakenly, just by mistake, just falls over the balcony, yep, just... and it dies. So the fact that they were having sex and ignoring their baby, and their baby jumped off the balcony by mistake and died, fell probably 10 stories or some yeah. shit, now they have a resentment. Mm-hmm. And the movie is you... Watching this married couple deal with the pain of the loss 
of their child, and then they go into a cabin in the woods, which you never do. Never, never do. go into a cabin. Speaking even, of, do, even yeah, speaking of the Evil Dead thing, <laughs> don't ever go to a cabin in the woods. If it's a if something bad happened, don't go. If you guys are ready to party, you're gonna have fun. Don't go. Don't go to a cabin in the woods. No, party just your house in your, the city. Go to your house. Go to your local fucking Holiday Inn behind the grocery store. <laughs> just don't go to a cabin. They go to a cabin in the woods, and basically, this bitch loses her shit, and and it's I don't want to spoil it. It gets crazy. Like they basically deal with the problem, and she goes nuts. Well, the, yeah, the, it's, it's 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 don't it's even don't movie. even front. She she goes crazy. He tries to keep it together. And she loses her mind. Well, yeah. She's... She and, takes a pair of scissors and cuts her clitoris off. Yeah. It's, he's... Von she also takes a hammer and puts his penis on a piece of wood and smashes his penis with a hammer and then jerks him off. And then when he ejaculates, blood shoots out. <laughs> I know this seems like a gore And it's still horror. all in black and white, right? The whole entire movie's in black and white? I believe so. There may be some color, but I'm pretty sure it's black and white, man. But if there's some color, just it's, imagine it's, it's Willem muted. Dafoe's face while he's looking at his dick getting hit with a hammer, dude. <laughs> he's I mean, so well, ugly the, the and crazy creepy. part is, is with all these crazy things we're saying, is that none of it's done grotesquely or like in bad taste. It's all done in this like intense art film way. So that's kind of like. Why these the his films are good, like how Aaron was like melancholia about the meteor was boring. It's still kind of like it is boring. It's super boring. Because like, you know, they get married and at one point She cheats on him on their wedding day. Yeah, she cheats on him and You can tell Von Trier has an issue with ladies though. And like it you can just tell like the way he writes things, the the window in which he views the world is very distinct in his view of women. And I think Yeah. Like they're all bad. I mean, everyone's bad in his movies, pretty much. I don't think that he makes much. them all bad. He makes them... No, because... Just because he makes, in Melancholia, just because he makes Kirsten Dunst cheat on him doesn't mean he's making her bad. Because that happens all the time. Yeah, he's making her flawed. But I, I just mean, it's, like... you know, more... I think 70% of marriages... It's, fuck the 50. It's like 70 uh, end up in divorce and... No, it's 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 fifty percent of marriages go into divorce, and seventy percent of them are triggered by the female. They they want a divorce, and it's not. I mean, things happen. Like the the man in that film, her husband, he had problems. By the end of it, and he and he was like some kind of uh, scientist. Yeah. So he was watching the whole the 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 planet coming through, and by the end of it, he retreats. Spoiler. And he overdoses on painkillers in the horse stable yep. next to his favorite horse. because And that's a crazy statement because instead of dying with his wife, who he loves, he goes and dies with well, I think the he horses. Found out, I, think, I think he found out she cheated on him on their wedding night. Yeah, but he, you know how many people even possibly listening to us understand that their mates have cheated on them and they're still with them? Well, and in fairness, if it's the end of the world, I'd be like, no, no, let's fuck everyone. Let's literally line up and just go fucking wild. Yeah. Let's stuff cocaine up our buttholes and go fucking hog it would, wild. Yeah, it would be, I don't, I'm not sure what it would be. Like, I don't know if my libido would kick in or maybe a murderous intent or maybe a drug intent. Probably a drug-fueled intent. I'd probably tell everybody to take high, high, high doses of psychedelics. Just so you don't think it's real. And then you'd start thinking at the planet, like, yeah. don't come. And you'd be like, it's working. And then you would all die. Yeah. <laughs> 
But either way, what we're getting at is uh, this is a Von Trier commercial. Um, no, I, I'm the anti Von Trier. You're the Von Trier. I I enjoy his films. I mean, we haven't spoken about. Uh, I always want to call it necromancy or necronomicon. Oh, nymphomaniac. There's, nymphomaniac. I mean, he's but, done a bunch of shit. Like yeah. he's he's been around forever, and he's pretty pretty universally reviled. Or loved. He's like one of those guys. I think he's brilliant. I think his films are brilliant. I think they're beautiful and brilliant, I think but they're dark. A, I think he's a provocateur, and he can't help himself but be that way. Like I, I don't think, think so. I don't think you can make something that beautiful. I mean, he then he's the highest level of provocateur. Because his films are so beautiful, and they have so much actual, like, like I think legitimate emotional representation of how, how things Holy shit. Have you go. ever looked at him? I've never seen what he looks like. I'm assuming he's a white dude who looks European, who's wrinkly, and he probably looks like he doesn't sleep. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty fair assessment, but you ready? <laughs> oh, no. He looks like he should have a cooking show on like, right? on Vice. <laughs> yeah, on Vice. He looks like he'd have, damn, that's delicious or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah cool here, guy. let me, I'll, I'll give you guys all of his uh, movies. So he did, um, he did. So he has like this thing called Dogma ninety five. That's his style of, I guess, filmmaking. That's what he know. calls his niche, Dogma ninety five. Yeah, something like that. But hold on, let me get his filmography because now there's just a million. That articles. sounds stupid. Somebody needs to give him a sexier name for his style. Uh, god damn it! It got all fucked up. Um. So in ninety six, he did Breaking the Waves. He did uh, in two thousand one of the saddest movies ever, uh, which is Dancer in the Dark. That's the Bjork movie. I I oh, I know dude. nothing of Bjork. Then he did Dogville, Antichrist, and Melancholia. Then he did Nymphomaniac one and two, and now The House That Jack Built. Okay. And he's I gotta uh, catch up. He's a bit of a motherfucker. But actually, I probably shouldn't catch up because yeah, I need to try to positive. Yeah, you need to be happy. Yeah. I mean, he did a bunch of shit like early in his career, but the big ones are Dancer in the Dark. Um, he did Nymphomaniac, and then yeah, the house that Jack. Yeah, built. like when when IMDb is like telling me like when somebody was grip on a movie, like when a direct, I don't care if they were grip on a movie. Like, tell me what they directed. I don't need to know everything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on set for one day at Fan Fantastic Four. I don't, yeah, I don't, need, I don't need to know that. Like, just tell me the movies he made. But, but anyways, you know, I don't know how we got into that dark ass. Oh, we got into him because <laughs> of Shia LaBeouf. Well, so, because we were talking about how this is your movie that you can watch a million times. Oh, a million times. Because there's a lot of movies like that. When I was a child, the first thing was uh, RoboCop. I would always put the RoboCop VHS in. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Um, then it was Jurassic Park. I'd buy Park. that for a dollar. Yeah, Jurassic Park VHS. I could always watch that, always. And then nowadays, there's only a couple, like, at any point, at any time, and people give me shit about this, I can always watch... Alien versus Predator. Ew, boo. Everyone says that, but I love that movie. The original one with the pyramids with, and with shit. the pyramids under the Arctic. Yeah. With the black girl, the, the, the spelunker. And the end is like the alien predator hybrid, right? The Predalien. No, it's like the queen. It's like yeah. the super queen at the end. He has to kill her with like a crane or something. And they like work with the predator, right? I don't fucking know. Like they, there was, I think then there was Predator, Alien vs Predator Requiem, AVP Requiem. Yeah, which was like in suburbia. Yeah, with like sexy, sexy white kids. Yeah, and that hey, was babe, terrible. I love your tits. <laughs> yeah, no, that was the yeah. 
but that was terrible. But the original AVP I could watch anytime. Prometheus for some reason. Ew, no, fuck you with these bad alien movies. Dude, Prometheus is the is amazing. It's amazingly bad. No, it it's is not. One it's of the bigger flaws. disappointments. Prometheus has flaws and it can be silly. But I love Prometheus. It was supposed to tell us about the fucking engineers, and then it told us the dumbest story of all time, and they're all shitty assholes, and we're supposed to care, and no one cares. Then I think maybe this is what it is. Visual aesthetic. Yes. Because I can, I can, I can uh, relate Prometheus to Evil Dead, because it has that sharp... The only thing different is Prometheus is very blue and yeah. white. Yeah. Evil Dead is red. Evil Dead is red. And and red and white, almost like yeah. red and like off white, mm-hmm. and red and eggshell, and that sharpness and that color grading, yeah, is just so for me. I can watch it, and it's so sexy for me to be able to, to see that. But I really loved Prometheus. I I really loved uh, Idris Elba when he's talking to Charlize oh, yeah, Theron, Charlie and and uh, and he's like, tell me. You a robot? <laughs> you an android? And then she's like, "My room, fifteen minutes." Oh shit! And then he has the little like accordion, and he goes, "I forgot what he says." He's like, "If you can't love who you love, love who you with." Because he's talking about like, "Fuck it, like I don't like yeah. I can't be with my wife right now, but I'm gonna go fuck the shit out of this Scandinavian bitch." So like, I really enjoyed like, I, that little scene. God, there. I mean, listen, there are some moments. I, dude, the last one, Alien Covenant, was so fucking bad too. And they were like, oh, it was, we're it was going worse back. than Prometheus. We're going back to horror. And then it was like, psych, we're like trying to do both. It's like it wanted to be Prometheus and Alien 1 and like the natural ending of the Prometheus arc. Like, yeah. there's that part where it's just like, remember Alien? And they're inside just like the ship and she's like running through it all scared. And you're like, Nobody cares, dude. Yeah, this is dumb um, shit. The problem, yeah, the the problem with with Covenant, yeah, it was kind of like hit or miss in here and there. I did like it. It was, it's not as good as Prometheus. Um, but there's a blaringly unnecessary scene, which was this the, the shower scene. Yeah, it's so dumb. It was completely not needed. It did not have to be there, and I'm pretty sure it was completely shot just to be in the commercial. Yes, it was featured in the commercial. And you saw exactly what was going to happen. Yeah, it was completely unnecessary. And the commercial even told you it's going to kill them. They're fucking in the shower. Of course, it's going to kill them. Yeah, but it was it was an unnecessary. But something about the way those films are, the way they look, because even Von Trier. Well, I mean, Ridley Von Scott Trier also has kind of that very sharp. It's probably I'm probably just a fan of a certain type of camera. Well, you're just a fan of a beautiful image. That's yeah. what all these movies have in common is they're all really pretty. They're very sharp. Well, I like very sharp images with very bright colors. Except AVP like, has some of the worst. It's so dark like the entire time. Oh, no, that's Requiem. Requiem was really dark. Requiem was garbage, yeah. That movie it's was literally dark. like they put a, they filmed it through a garbage bag. Yeah. They were like, let's just stick a garbage bag across the lens. Yeah, no, but like I like the fact that these films, they have, they're very sharp and... It's almost like the contrast is turned high. Like the contrast is really Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't like those grainy like those like those movies that look too real. Like what was that movie that came out with the skateboard kid that the fat guy from Oh, um period mid-90s. on his neck? Like that when they try to make you look VHS type. I don't give a fuck about that shit. 
Well, that was interesting because he did it in four by three aspect ratio. Yeah, he did it on like old school TV. Yeah, so it he looks... should have put an effect that gave it a bubble, <laughs> like, a, like a TV. Yeah, and they just put like the edges, so you're yeah. just watching it on this fucking <laughs> shit ass TV. I didn't see that, but I hear good things. I, I did love Eighth Grade, which was like a similar film. I didn't I mean, see that. It's about different periods, but it's about that time in you know that time in someone's life. But let's get into it. Let's get into this shit. Yeah, that was an unexpected little like I don't even know how it's long okay. that was. So the thing with these these off week episodes is we're gonna go unscripted. We're gonna stay stray a little further from the the more curated nature of Keith. And I love Keith and yeah, we, we, we all Keith, love Keith. And, yeah. It's just since he's not here, it's gonna be what happens when it's me and Jesse, which is a bit of rambling. It's yeah, it's gonna be a stream stream of consciousness. That's what we like. Like, there's no there's no real format. Yeah, we're gonna be coming in here with maybe a topic or so to talk about. Like, we know we want to talk about Evil Dead and maybe discuss the nature of certain remakes, and then maybe some video game stuff and whatever the hell we feel like. Because yeah, whatever we watched. Or normally, played. this podcast wouldn't even be here. Yeah. And we like spending time with each other, so why not give you guys a little insight to what we talk about when we're hanging out? And spoilers for after the recording, we gonna fuck. Oh yeah, we're getting <laughs> down. Um, so the Evil Dead remake, which came out in 2013, directed by Fede Alvarez, which he's done. Um, I think he did The Hills Have Eyes. No, nope, that's Alejandro. No, actually, I don't know much about him, but I was watching a thing today. He and- did Don't Breathe. That was the other one. Well, he did another movie before this, and he used apparently the girl who plays Mia. Mm-hmm. He she was the lead in that film as well, and apparently in that film, whatever it was, she was very well. She was very good too. So apparently he like he's one of these actors who gets a, who gets like obsessed with making a partnership with an actor or an actress. Well, I'm trying to see because what he did was some short films. Uh, and they were all Mexican, uh, so they were all uh, Spanish language. But he did Don't Breathe, which was after this. Don't Breathe was the one where it's like the... the, the... Wait, what was Don't Breathe? Because I saw the one where like the guy's blind. That's Don't Breathe. Okay, I think I saw that with former... Uh, guest and ho- host of Anime Porn Danielle. I think we went and saw Don't Breathe. I think I don't remember. It was all right. Yeah, I don't think he did another movie with this. No, he did a movie with lady. that girl. What you should look up is her. Whoever the fuck played Mia. Is it Be- Elizabeth Blackmore? I don't know. Why don't be doing that much um, research? Nope, she was Valerie. Uh, but she did such a good job in this movie. No, god damn it. Sorry, guys. Oh, actually, I think her name is Jane Levy. Yeah, Jane yeah, Levy. Yeah, that's her name, Jane. Which she was amazing in this. She, you know, the so the fun thing about this is that um, you don't think it's going to be about her at all. Like, no, you think it's going to be about Ash. Yeah, you think it's going to be about Ash, which they don't even really reveal that his name is Ash because it's his name is Daniel. No, what is his name? What the fuck is? I, I, I just was, watched. I thought it his too. name was so Ashley. Funny. No. His middle name is Ashley. No, he, she didn't do anything with him, by the way. I'm looking at both their filmographies. So his no, name... I'm going to have to hit you up later and tell you. His name is David Allen. In the movie? Mm-hmm. David. Yeah, it is David. David. Mm-hmm. You David. have to get me out of here. Yeah, with snot like, running oh, out of her yeah, nose. Dude, it's so she's creepy. So, dude, she's so good. 
So I'm gonna go home and watch this movie again tonight. <laughs> by the way, I really will. You know what? So talking to you about it, we were just discussing like what to talk about this week, and you had Ben talking about how much you love this fucking movie, and I've seen it, and I loved it when I saw it in the theater alone. By the way, in an empty theater, I saw this. Um, Very cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, I, you know, the thing that's scary about doing that to me is more like, what if a shooter comes in here and kills me, and I'm the only motherfucker? You're not here. that important, dude. No, but movie theater shooter guy didn't care about anybody he just went to a, a, a you know crowded theater and shot but what if he walked in he was like well fuck it i committed no he's <laughs> gonna want to go into transformer 7 and kill all the kids and shit but i'm saying what if he walked in he was like well shit i committed so i'm at least gonna kill this dumb asshole <laughs> maybe or like what if there's like a slasher guy you never know i mean maybe i had the same thing happen when i wanted to see the witch which is great i saw the witch and I went on the final day it was oh, in theaters, no. and I drove all the way, um, not to localize, fuck localizing. I basically drove like 40 minutes to a theater, which was mm-hmm. the last theater showing it. It's one on like Copens. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's probably like Jesus 25 minutes. And um, I get there. Turns out I'm the only person who bought a ticket, <laughs> and it's the last showing at like fucking 11.45. <laughs> so I get into the theater, dude. And I'm alone, and I'm waiting for the movie to start, and fucking no one shows up. <laughs> and I'm sitting in an, in a movie theater, and it's not a podunk theater; it's like a nice size. Yeah, yeah. It's like a full size theater. Like, yeah. There's probably like 200, 300 seats in this bitch. Lulu, please, God, sorry, my dog is. She, um, she chooses when we record to. I squeak. doubt she. They even hear that. She never bites her squeaky toys. Can you though, hear it ever. in your headphones? Yes. Oh. Um, well, she's the third guest, <laughs> or the set, whatever. Um, but I go to the theater and I, I got to watch The Witch completely by myself. It was it was pretty creepy. It'd be great if they just didn't start it and they're like, "Well, no one came," and then they locked the whole theater and you're <laughs> just in. The, like, obviously, they don't lock the movie theater, but they lock the yeah. the whole place, and you're just like, "Huh? Well, this is terrifying because movie theaters are kind of creepy in general, just because of yeah. how many bodies have been in and out of that building." And then, then you got to think like. How many people that have been in the theater that you're sitting in have died? Not in the theater even, like just in general. Like how many of those people are now dead? Yeah. Well, <laughs> hundreds. Hundreds of thousands. But, well, but I mean, so I saw Evil Dead by myself. It was, um, it was probably a seven o'clock showing. I can't remember specifically, but I remember seeing it alone and being like, well, this is going to be a fucking ride because, you know, like that's... I knew that they were going in this. So speaking of Danielle... Uh, former anime porn host with me and you and everybody else. Um, she hates this movie, and I'm like, of course you hate this movie. Of course you hate this good. movie because you're fucking stupid. Because <laughs> it's good and you're fucking exactly. Dumb. Um, <laughs> no, her and I have very opposite tastes. She hated Hereditary as well, so and she hates me when I say that I love these movies. Um, I I knew that they were going into this one going pure horror, which. It's funny because everyone hates on like, oh, so Evil Dead. And it's like, Sam Raimi set out to make a horror movie. The point of making Evil Dead was he knew they could make horror movies on cheap budgets and they had $9,000. They made Evil Dead 1 on nine grand. Yeah. And so they went horror because horror is the easiest genre because horror fans are forgiving about bad effects. They're yeah. forgiving about bad shitty acting. cameras. They just like a good story generally, like a creepy yeah. idea. Or Even a if good your murder killer. scene is bad, they like to go. They like to look at it in their head how it would be. Yeah, yeah. And we're okay with that. We like we we are forgiving. Yeah. So the idea of remaking it, not making it about Ash, 
not even having an Ash in it, which I swear there might have been like a deleted scene somewhere. I remember she says his middle name is Ashley, but that so might do be, I. But that might be my dreams. I that don't know. name is in the movie somewhere. Somewhere. Um. So that that idea stuck with me. I was like, I really like that because if you're gonna do it, differentiate. And again, I didn't know going in that it was gonna be about. It's really not Mia's not even the main character for three quarters of the movie, but. When she shows up, she fucking shows up, and like, wait, she, what are you talking about? She's the main character. Well, after she's not, twenty minutes, but she's not even in it for a while. You know what I mean? She's there, and then she's in the basement, and then she's locked up, and she's like, there's a period of time where you barely see her. So it's interesting that I don't know. We might have to start on the timeline of how it works because it it's it completely, you know, from jump, it's about her. Well, I mean, it's about her in that they're there because of her. Like I know that, like she's there, but then. Then they lock her in the basement, and you're like, well, fuck. They don't now. lock, no, they don't lock her. In, like, you know it's her when, as soon as she's pacing outside in the rain. Yeah. But, I mean, what I'm saying is you don't think she's the main, like, the hero. You think she's just going to be Oh, you this, think she's the deadite. You yeah. think she's the demon. You think she's going to be the sister, which well, in okay. the original. So, I guess that's a little, okay. So, I guess I, I thought when I saw it, and I saw what was going on, um, I automatically got she's the main character. Oh, see, I didn't. Okay, so let's just rewind it a little bit. So it's going to be spoiler time. You shouldn't be listening if you don't want yeah. to have this movie spoiled. It came out in 2013. Fucking get your life. And <laughs> L2 Horror. Come get on. Get your Learn life. Learn to code. And um, basically, so the movie starts off, it's Evil Dead. The basis of the original series is a bunch of teens go to a cabin to party, and they come across some evil shit, and they, by mistake, unleash a demon. Um... And then they all die due to demon possession and demons. This movie starts off different. Uh, this movie, a bunch of kind of college grads go mm-hmm. to a cabin. And they haven't. They're, they're they're like long time ago college grads too because they haven't seen each other in ten years. Yeah, they haven't. They're seen all like probably twenty six. They're probably like twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, like they're like mid to late twenties. Um, and uh, they go there to because one of their friends is addicted to heroin and they want to cold turkey her off of it because she had an overdose last year and she always pretends that she's going to quit. So they go, fuck it. We know that her and her brother have a cabin. Let's go take her to the cabin on a pretend party weekend. And they're estranged in a way. Like, they're, like they don't really talk. Because yeah. Well, the brother died. and the sister haven't talked because yeah. their mother died. Yeah. So they go, yo, everybody meet up at the cabin. Let's go tell her we're going to chill and party. And then let's fucking have an intervention and let's make her go through the first three or four days of withdrawals before we put her into a system. Well, and the thing is, she knows what she's there for. She she opted for it, but they their secret vow is we're not letting her leave. Yeah, because like, they've tried it before. And, and after a couple hours, you break. Yeah. And you want to leave. They said she made it eight hours, I think she says. Yeah. And then she bailed. And she's like, if she does it again, she's going to die. She'll OD and this yeah. time she'll die. Because so the... The best friend is a nurse, so she yeah. knows the medical well, stuff. Well, she's an RN, yeah. She's yeah, a registered RN, yeah. nurse. She's a nurse. So she's like, fuck it. I brought an IV. I brought all this medical shit. So I'm going to give her whatever treatment she's going to need if she's freaking out yeah. that she'll get in a hospital. We're going to lock her in here for the weekend and make sure she gets through this drug overdose. Now, they don't realize when they get there. It's kind of hard to explain, so I'm not going to explain the whole thing. Basically, <laughs> there's a fucking... There's a demon book in the basement. It's the Necronomicon. The Necronomicon's down there. That's where you, That's where you listener, have to do your own research and find out about, <laughs> yeah. a little bit about Evil Dead. There's a cabin, 
There's a book. So, this one doesn't have a face on it, which makes me sad. That's like the one thing I would yeah. complain about is it doesn't have the face on it. That's true. Good call. Because the book, the book was made of human skin, and there was a face on the book. And yeah. Sometimes the thing in Evil Dead Two, the book will even like talk to you, like, like yeah. Well, and you. if you watch Ash vs Evil Dead, which I just got the entire series on Blu-ray uh, for Christmas, nice, which is fucking fantastic. It really is. It's so good. Have you watched it? I've watched the first three episodes, and it was so good. That was when it first came out. Yeah. I was like, I'm waiting till this is finished, and I'm going to binge it. It's done. Yeah. It's all on Netflix. It's on Netflix? It's all on Netflix oh, streaming. Oh, then I, I guess I own it. Yeah. Um, Jesus. That was a... Oh, you can't hear that. Um, There was like a little... That popped up. Um, So... The Necronomicon is supremely important to Evil Dead. It's not as big into this one. Like, it is and it isn't. It's not, like, as important a tool as it is the the thing that starts it's everything. It's the key. Yeah. It's the gate. So, so they find, they basically find it in the cellar under the house because they smell gross, like, Mia smells rotting Well, hold on. Stuff. We're, we're, we're going to get into that. Like, basically, the Necronomicon is a, bo- is a book written by, quote-unquote, the old ones, the Kandar, these, the, the, yeah, these are the uh, these occultist dudes that learned that there were these demons, and they found a way to wrangle them and to be able to summon them through incantations. So they wrote a book where you can—it's just regular demon fucking demon evil shit. You get a fucking spell book, you incant some incantation demon spells, you summon forth demons, whatever. So at some point, that book ended up at this cabin. The very first scene of the movie is very, very amazing. I don't have to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, dude. It's really great. And um, it shows you that, like, a, a period before, like, right before this happened, when the last time something happened, when this demon was unleashed and they had to, like, kind of seal it away. So they That can, scene where the girl's talking to her dad is so good. It really is. They, they, that's one of the fun things about Evil Dead is like the Deadites will switch back and forth to like trickery and fear and all that stuff. They'll go from like yeah. being like, I'm going to suck your soul through your cock. And then they'll be like, Dad, I want to go yeah. home. Daddy, t- take me home. What's happening? Yeah. Where am I? And then they'll be like, what? she says something about the mother. He says, your mother's dead. You know that. Oh, she goes, She's Dad, like, where's mom? And he goes, you killed her, baby. Yeah, you know she, that. When she switches, she's like, I'll send you to hell. Your, no, what with your happens wife is, is sucking is, is, demon dicks or whatever no, she says. No, she doesn't say anything like that. She's like, Daddy, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. And he goes, I love you, baby, because he pours some gasoline on her head. And as he lights the match, she goes, I will rip your soul out, Daddy. Oh, yeah. And then he lights the match, and she says, this is one thing that I really love about this film. the The delivery of dialogue. Whoever was directing the actors on the delivery of their lines, because there are multiple separate actors who deliver specific lines, and when they deliver them, it, it partially could maybe be accredited to whoever did the sound design. They really like delivered these lines so awesome. Because when she says, um, "I will rip your soul out, Daddy," it sounds really. It's it, it's a really good delivery. And then when he drops the match, she goes, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, that's it. But the way she says it is so dope, dude. It's such a good delivery. It's not like a 25-cent delivery of motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. The way she says it is like, 
Oscar worthy. Yeah. Like it's so good. And I will say this: you were talking about it, and this is really what started the whole thing. You were talking about the soundtrack to this. I paid attention to it this time, and it's fucking awesome. Yes, it's all instrumental. It's all ju- there. You know, there's no it's like score. There's no like Toto song in there. You know, there's it's it's all it's just score. score. Yeah, yeah, and it's fucking great. Yeah, that's the thing about the score. That's what I think. That's one of the first things that started making me realize I love this film. Is after it came out, I looked up the score. So look up the Evil Dead twenty thirteen score. Actually, the guy who does the score is actually super talented and does a lot of film scores and other things. And he does a lot of like beautiful artistic Italian film scores. This is this movie is odd that he did it because he mostly does really nice. Like film score shit, but um, the score is almost as long as the movie. So when you listen to the score, if you know the movie well oh, enough, oh yeah, you can, bro. It's like you're watching the movie. Yeah, like I can just go to bed and put the put the the soundtrack on, and I can listen to it and I can follow along with yeah. the movie because every major scene is guided by a score. It's one of those things where they don't they don't just write the music and then play the movie to it. It's one of those things where the composer watches the scenes yeah, and they yeah. write it. So it when the when the, the glass film. falls, they put the yeah. when the glass hits the floor. It's one of those things. Um the guy's name is Roque or I don't even know how to exp- how to how to fucking spell it. Pronounce it. Roc Baños. It's R O Q U E. Last name B A N Y O S. An so, Enya is an N with a rogue bathrooms. Word. That's where you you go. No, his name is have... his name is Roc Baños. Do you and think he, he's uh, uh, Brazilian? So he's it's probably Hulk? Italian. Is it Hook? No, he's probably Italian. But um, but he does good work, and the the, the scores were really made me kind of start paying attention to the film because I realized. The, the way those two things can interchange and the fact that I could not watch the movie but listen to the score and follow the film shows how in sync... Um, <laughs> I was trying to think of a quick in sync joke. It's tearing up my soul. So you know but, that... Uh, you, you know he scored the film to the film. Not like, oh, here's these yeah. random songs I made or random things I did. Um, But so... I also just really like that they went pure horror in this. Like, you know, there's a couple of little funny things, but there's nowhere near the jokes. Especially Evil Dead 2 is really just the original. Evil Dead 2 is fucking, is a comedy special. And I loved it, but. You know, it's good. It's, Evil it's, Dead 1. Well, Evil Dead 2, they retold Evil Dead 1 and they just, they, they like leaned into the comedy and then yeah. they added on to it. They, they upped the budget, it. they leaned into the comedy. But if you watch Evil Dead 1, you can tell. They were trying to make a horror film. Yeah. And there was some things came out hokey, and then they also embraced some comedy. But you can but, see the genius to it because it's why Sam Raimi got money and got to become a Hollywood director. He did Spider Man. Yeah, dude. And, and, and dare I say, the best Spider Man films. Spider Man 2 is one of the best Man, superhero movies fuck of all that time. Spider Man 1, baby. Spider Man 1's great. It's campy in its own way, and you know they're they're intentionally campy because he was making a comic book film. He was yeah. like, "I'm going to make a comic book movie," and comic books are campy. But, but so you can see the 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 genius, like glimmers of genius in Evil Dead One, and I still love Evil Dead, like the first one. Evil Dead One is fucking dope. They're, they're, at one point, they're playing a game after one of the girls has been infected. 
uh, two of the girls are playing a game with with playing cards. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. And one of them picks up a playing card and she's looking at it and she tells her friend, "Guess what? What card it is?" And she's looking at a. Uh, it, it, let's just pretend it's a uh, three of clubs. And her friend goes four of spades. And she goes, oh, man, how'd you guess that? Because she's, like, pretending. Yeah, yeah. She's pretending that her friend guessed it. Oh, man, you got it. But the other friend, who they don't know, has been possessed, staring out the window across the room. And the next card she pulls, the friend looking across the room goes, two of spades. <laughs> and, it, and it's a two of spades. She pulls another card. King of hearts. And the girl starts pulling cards, and the bitch at the window starts reading all the fucking card names off. <laughs> and then it's really creepy. Like, they realize, like, this chick's not even over here. How she's reading these cards? And then she turns around, and, and she's, she's fully full infected, yeah. and she's full deadite. And it's fucking scary. She ends up fucking stabbing the pencil yep. into the foot. Oh, Dude, in this one, the nail gun, the part where he has to pull a fucking needle out of his eyelid is one of the craziest things. Like, Yeah. So, so, all right, so wait, we're, we're jumping. So basically, it's okay. We don't have to go through the whole story. We don't have to go through the whole thing. Yeah. But the basic gist of it is, is they bring a friend over. They're like, yo, you have to get off of drugs. And the friend, and, and, and uh, Mia, her name is Mia. She goes, okay, I'll, I'll submit. And she dumps her drugs down this drain, uh, down a well. And she goes, I promise never to do this again. And they know, they know they're in for it because withdrawals are going to kick in. Yep. And. As soon as they go back in the house, Mia starts going, you guys don't smell that. What yeah. the? There's something in this house and it reeks, Yeah, is what she says. And they're like, you're fine. It's just your withdrawals kicking in. You're hypersensitive. And eventually, the dog starts scratching at the floor and they find a fucking door. And they go downstairs and there's like a thousand cats yeah. hanging from wire, like cat sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. And then they find a book and a shotgun. And the fucking school teacher dude opens a book, reads a couple passages. And it literally is blood. wrapped in a garbage bag and barbed wire. Yeah, there's a garbage bag and barbed wire. And um, they only, he mistakenly unleashes a demon. It literally says, don't read it, don't say it. It yeah. says it over and over again in and blood. And he reads it, and then he says it. He makes etchings to read it, because they scribble yeah. out all the words so that he can't read the it's, incantations. It's really dope, because even if we're describing it, like you should really see it, because it really is... So well done. Well, and it's shot very... That scene is edited very Raimi in that he's reading, and then it cuts to, like... It cuts the, to her. The, and, and then it cuts to, like, the invisible demon kind of flying towards the house. Oh, you know, the, there's always the old, that... The old Evil Dead shot. Yeah, yeah. and But even the cuts between them is very Raimi, because he does all these jump cuts, these, like, yeah. crazy, jumpy cuts. And then he says the last word, which is Kandar, which yeah. ties into the Kandar. whole thing. Yeah. Which... If you watch Ash vs. Evil Dead, it's all about the Kandarian daggers and the yeah. Kandar people coming. And then, yeah. You should really watch Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's fucking great. I'll no, let I you will. borrow the Blu-ray if you want. But it's Maybe. on Netflix. Maybe. If it's on Netflix, I'll just... Yeah, but you got the Blu-ray, though. That's sharp. Yeah, dude. Um, but so, he summons the thing. So, he summons... So, basically, a, a demon is summoned, and it automatically targets Mia. And she starts acting crazy. And they think, and she, so basically, it attacks her, and she sees a demon. Yeah. No one ever sees this. We've never seen it. She goes, we, yeah, and the evil, yeah, we never see this. She sees this demon. Even in Ash vs. Evil Dead, you never see it, which is good. I'm glad they didn't show, because that's like the fun thing of it is like. Well, that's not the 
That's not the demon. No, no, it's a demon. It's just it's one of the demon. demons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she sees it and she freaks out and she vomits and she runs in the house and she goes, "We got to get out of here." Yeah. And everyone goes, "Mia, no. We told you, like, look, we're not, we're not letting you leave." And she goes, "No, you don't get it. We got to get the fuck out of here." Yeah, there's and some shit go, in the no. fucking woods. No, she's like, no, we have to, we have to go. And they're like, no, you're gonna stay. So that's when the the brilliance of the storytelling of whoever came up with this angle is super smart because it's like, how fucking brilliant is that? They bring a junkie drug addict friend who's trying to get sober. They freak out because they see the demon, and the friends go, no, it's just you dealing with your drug addict. Yeah, especially a heroin addict. Like, yeah, and then that's what ends up happening until. The demon starts to kind of make its way through yeah. and infect everything, and everyone starts to deal with the repercussions. Eventually, the first thing that really happens is that she starts acting weird. She kills the dog. Yeah, which is really sad. It's and then really the brother, sad. he's all pissed. He's like, she's and she's in the shower. So what happens is she, they're like, you can't leave. We've decided you're not leaving. And she's like, fine. And then she fucking climbs out a window and yeah. steals their jeep she and steals then the car sees the rivers overflowed uh, or flooded over it's not the jeep sorry she steals the station wagon rivers flooded over she crashes because she sees a demon girl like she just sees yeah. this girl and then the spirit of the woods like this demonic force yeah she it tries is. to run through the woods and then they re-replicate the scene that everyone knows yeah she when gets the forest rapes her invaded by but in this demon. movie it's not like in the original film what it was is the forest holds her it parts her legs, and then a branch like shoves itself into her general area. In this movie, what's different is is the demon comes up, and the demon vomits forth this thorn thorn vine root. Yeah. And the and what it is is it's basically like it's a conduit. She it vomits forth this thing like a slug, like a rooted. Yeah, slug. Yeah, it's like a root. Like a root slug, like a root thorn slug. It's so creepy and it's slimy. And it slimes up her leg and it goes inside of her, thus infecting her. Yeah. And in the moment that it slips up her legs completely, she gives the most guttural scream. And it's really, I mean, accompanied by the orchestra, like the, her scream is so intense. That well, like, and it's, it's just, really it's it's a really like yeah, the it's delivery really well. the it's delivery really well on the vocal delivery and the dialogue delivery on these actors in this movie is so good, man. Except for David, he's the only one I don't like. Shiloh he, Fernandez, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, the the brother. Yeah, he's, he's just kind he's of meh. bland. But literally everyone else is. It's great. just Mia and the teacher friend. Yeah, that looks like Kurt Cobain. And the RN is actually really good because she, she's, she's kind of an, an a fart. In terms of the character, but that actress is good. She's she a tool. delivers, yeah, she delivers the lines well. Like uh, she comes off as knowledgeable and annoyed that no one's listening to her. You know what I mean? Like when she yeah. keeps being like, "She's like, I know what I'm doing. If we take her now, she's gonna get fucking, the same fucking matter. treatment at a yeah. hospital, basically." Yeah. So you're right, though. What a perfectly done way to keep them in this cabin where we would all be going. Like in the '80s, you're like. Get the fuck out of there. Come just on, leave. go. And they're just like, we're drunk teenagers. We want to fuck. And it's like, yeah, you just saw your friend stab someone with a pencil and fly through the air with demon eyes. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of there. In this, they don't see anything until it's too late. Once they do, David's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. So he finds the dog. He's pissed. 
he knows that she dug the hole. Like he can tell yeah. it was her. I forget what he sees, but he sees that it was her. Oh, he finds the hammer. He finds a hammer. He finds covered a in bloody blood. hammer, yes. and, and he then knows he sees the dog. She was dead. outside. His name is Grandpa. Grandpa, which is a great name. And for a then, dog. yeah, it really is. And then he goes to go to the sister, and she's in the shower, scalding and she's herself. scalding herself with boiling water because it's part of the ritual. Which that uh, was really cool. Which too. the teacher guy already saw, and he's flashing. You see him being like, "Oh shit!" He sees that in the book. There's a there's a there's a pathway of rituals you have to do to unleash this ultimate demon. And he sees, holy fuck, one of those passages is scalding yourself with boiling water. And that goes into the last thing she did. And, oh, shit, he sees a pattern. Yeah, and then the that's, one chick. No, but that's when he goes up to David and he goes, David, and he, it's another one of those delivery lines, man. He delivers this line. Unfortunately, I don't know verbatim. But he delivers this line where something he goes about that voodoo shit in the yeah he book go, he goes like he goes I don't think there's anything wrong with Mia or something like that he goes I think this has something to do with the voodoo in the basement yes and the way that he says it is like I well I it's so direct and I, it's, re, I rewind it yeah the, the the delivery and the way he says it I'm like dude that's such a fucking that's such great delivery of the way that it's he just said funny because like I know so many people who hate on this movie but. Not as many as I know that love this movie, that like appreciate it, but it's yeah. just funny because we're loving on it. And I just was thinking it's so well written because it's there's no needless exposition. Yeah, there's no like where he's like, I believe it's the book that was in the basement. I read inside of it in the runes. Say no. it's like he says it's the fucking voodoo in the basement. Yeah, he goes. I think this has something to do with the voodoo in the fucking basement. Yeah, and it's like you know, then and then it keep then obviously once they find her burning. Um, from the scalding water, then David's like, okay, we got to get her the fuck out of yeah. here. And then that's when they find the old school Evil Dead throwback that, sorry, the river's overtaken, the road's ruined. Yeah. You're stuck here. Yeah. You're fine. And then when he looks back at the car, she's in the car foaming at the mouth. Smiling. And she's, there's a, it's such a subtle smirk. Yeah. And her, her head is like tilted up. And yeah. She's like looking down. Such a shit grin where it's like, you got no fucking choice, motherfucker. We're going back. Jane Levy's really good in this. Like, she's I amazing. don't know why she's not in everything. Like, I don't know why I don't know anything else that she's been in. She's done some other stuff. I'll, uh, I'll tell you in a second. But, um, um, yeah. So they go back and then they go back and then shit starts hitting the fan. Like, basically, they go back and they put her in a room. And oh no! So she was in. Uh, she was in Don't Breathe. That was the second okay, film. So, so it was just in that. reverse. She was in this first, then Don't Breathe. Okay. And she's now a scream queen. They say. Fuck yeah, she is. That's oh, queen. and she was in fucking Castle Rock. I love her. She was great in that. that. So, uh, that's the uh, Hulu series that was based on like the Stephen King universe. It's oh, not really. Yeah, I remember you guys talking about. It's that. not about a book, but. He writes so many it's books like in Castle Rock. Yes. Twin Peaks. -ish. And she was um she was Jackie Torrance in that, which Jack Torrance, who was her like uncle. So her name is Diane Jackie Torrance. Jack Torrance was uh Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Okay. So that's who he played. But um so she's been in a bunch of stuff. Um So the thing with this, like I said, I really love that there's no wasted words, really. It's not like these Oh, and then there was like, you know, like in Evil Dead 2, they have the fucking archaeologist come and then she's explaining everything. And again, oh, I love Evil yeah. Dead, Evil Dead 2. No, I love yeah. Army of Darkness. But like, 
When they this find is, the fucking weird dudes in the woods, the fucking like hillbilly yeah. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, wow, why are you here? This movie is just slickly done. It's direct. It's direct. Everything happens no and then it's over. no extra cast members. Yep. Nobody on the fucking board said, I got to put my cousin in the movie for yeah. at least three minutes. Yeah. So have a wanderer come through the woods. Yeah, there's nope. not even like a scene where they go to a gas station. There's not a scene where no, they have a dude, cop come. It's just the main just cast. Them. What yep. is it? One, two, three. What is this? Five. Six? It's five or six. It's the brother, the sister, the blonde girl, the the doctor, and the scientist. Yeah, it's five. Five people. And grandpa. <laughs> Five people. Oh, grandpa, and the demon. And the demon. Yeah. Which is interesting because does is the demon Jane Levy as well? Is it Mia? No, no, that's or not is, her. Okay. That, that, well, no, I'm, conceptually, I don't know, but we'll get to that. But actress-wise, no. Yeah, because that's, that's, a, a, that's a thinner. Demon, that's yeah. a thinner. That's a thinner. It's a white girl, but I'm happy they didn't go Asian grudge. Yeah, no, ring. she's just like a it's creepy. Just a, it's a thinner. It's a thin white. It's a but thin I think woman. It, I think it is. It's supposed we'll to be to like that. a no. We're gonna get to that. No, we're her. gonna get. That's gonna be the final uh, d- d- figuring out what the fuck was actually happening. Yeah. So after you know they have to get back, so they try to flee. They get back, and now goes to when the movie really begins. Yeah, we're gonna take a break. For one second. <laughs> so seamless, you can't even tell. Yeah, you can't even tell. <laughs> Anyways, um, so. So they get back to the house after he, after she's burned up and the bridge is fucking, th- th- they can't get across. And it, she's smirking at him. You got to go back to the house. We're stuck here in the cabin. And then and it gets full she, evil dead now. This is when it hits. So like, this is where it hits. So yeah. th- what ends up happening is, is that they just, I guess he just takes her in. It they, they put her in a room and they're all discussing in the living room. Now's where like our descriptions are going to get vague. We don't we don't really have yeah. to like go we'll through everything because yeah. there's a lot that happens. We'll just hit like the main points. What ends up happening is is they're powwowing in the living room. Like, what do we do? And the doctor friend is like, "Fuck, fuck!" Like she's she's burned. She's yeah. fucked. We gotta get to like this isn't good. And in the middle of that, Mia walks out almost full dead eye. She's yeah. not full dead eye yet. She's like she's like. Fifty-seven percent dragging a like, shotgun. Yeah, and she's dragging the damn shotgun, and they see her and they go, "Holy fuck!" Put the gun down. She puts the she pulls the gun up and she just shoots it, just off to the side near her brother's face. She yeah, hits she hits his shoulder. Yeah, and um, when she shoots the gun, the demon blasts through the door basically, and she 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 lets out a guttural scream. And as she's screaming, you hear a demon speaking. Yeah, I can't. It says something about like. No, just put the subtitles on. And okay. It's speaking in English. Okay. It's just saying shit like. It's just saying evil shit. That yeah, y- yeah. It's like, I'm going to kill John everyone. Is done. Yeah. And this is another one of those things where I was saying is delivery of the lines. She screams. There's a demon speaking behind her scream. There's a great, awesome crescendo of like. Uh, wind of uh, string instruments, it's crazy, and then it all stops, and you get like a moment of silence and a good shot of her face, and then she says, "You are all going to die tonight." But the way she says it, it's that way where they do that double, triple layering yeah, of voices. Yeah. So when it says, "You are all going to die tonight," bro, I love. That's another one of the parts where I just rewind it to hear, to hear the delivery of the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Dialogue delivery in this movie is done in such a way that I don't look back, like you know, 
to other movies like this and actually listen to the dialogue, whoever did the sound design, other than the score, like really did a good job at balancing out this shit. So she says, you're all going to die tonight. She passes out. She drops the gun. He goes, drop the gun. Oh, grab the gun. And then basically after that, everything goes to shit. She, she, she bites the nurse. No, she, oh, no, she, she, she grabs the nurse. the nurse and vomits on her face, then which infects that, her. That nurse cuts her fucking face off, half of it, and that's yeah. part of that's the the third thing in the in the book. That the we next see. ritualistic yeah. thing is that chick goes to the bathroom, and yeah, she eventually and grabs, doctor, or I mean, um, teacher buddy goes in, and then what I liked about him was. He gets fucked up throughout the whole thing, and it's not like just one scene that he's like, "Blat, you're dead." No, like he gets fucked up multiple bag. times, and he's actually like, they make him kind of cool because he keeps trying to be strong and like and, you and think fight he's back. gonna maybe be the hero, yeah, and then he just gets. But he takes every blow, dude. He gets shot with a fucking nail gun multiple in times. the face. One of them shoots his hand to his chest, which yeah. is so crazy, and he gets stabbed. Yeah. And also, the 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 nurse bitch who the nurse girl, sorry, who um who cuts her own face off, she stabs him with a hypodermic needle. With like a needle, fifty times. Yeah, she stabs him face. so many times. Well, if you notice the way that they directed her to do it, they told her to keep her arm straight and do like yeah. a, a weird Chucky thing. Yeah, and if you watch it, they speed it up by like a quarter speed, so it's very very like. Every fucking shot of this movie, somebody was paying attention to what the fuck yeah. they were doing, and that's why, like, I really appreciate this film. And and I and I I, I told Aaron like first episode, I've been really back into watching this movie again. I want to talk about it because a lot a lot of these horror film remakes get a lot of shit, you know. When Rorschach, who was the Rorschach guy? Oh, that was a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yeah, but what was his name? The guy who was whoever the fuck that actor is. Oh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. We got remade. Ed, mm, I'm gonna hold who, on. Who gives a fuck? Nope, I gotta say it now. You asked me the question, and I, I. Who was the guy that was Freddy Krueger in the remake? He was Rorschach in in uh, Watchmen. Man, I didn't realize Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, that was him. That was that 2010. Like a, that was before you know, you know this. Funny? That sounds like a child actor's name. <laughs> he probably was a child actor, actually. Um, um, also, the Friday the 13th remake, which I thought was a lot of fun. I had, I, I had a lot of fun with the That's got the guy movie. from Supernatural in it. I had a lot of fun with the, uh, with the, uh, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, too, but... It's okay. A, a, a that lot one... of these remakes got a lot of shit. Well, and Nightmare then... on Elm Street, the interesting thing was they were like, let's do Freddy, but not goofy. Let's make Freddy Krueger uh, like scary. Because Freddy Krueger was, when you're a kid, he's scary because, you know, the idea, whatever. But he's yeah. just goofy. Like, it's not, he's just like. <laughs> well, I, th- I think part of the reason why Freddy Krueger was scary as a kid was because you would be tricked into watching him for five or 15 seconds. Because he would be funny, yeah, and then he would kill someone, and because I remember being a child and being scared. I remember the cockroach scene killing me and like oh, it still warriors. bothers me. It's because it's gross, dude. Yeah, when he fucking squeezes the roach yeah. motel. I mean, yeah. I hope you listeners can follow. I know we're, we're all over the place, but um, with the remakes, you know, a lot of these remakes got a lot of shit, and then when Evil Dead remake came out. It got a lot of shit, and I think it was people who didn't see it, who didn't pay attention. Well, it's also that the thing with Evil Dead is people were 
clamoring for Evil Dead 3. But by 2013, you Bruce Campbell was too old to be doing like a true he Evil did, like, Dead. He did like that Elvis movie? What was yeah, it? Yeah. Um, oh my God. It was like an Elvis uh, mummy movie, something right? Something Tet. Um, num, 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 Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep. Yeah. It's Which like, is dude, good. It's like, I get it, but it's I'm, goofy. Over, I'm over that goofy, campy shit. Well, so the thing with Bruce Campbell is he was too old to make a true horror movie, but he's great in Ash vs. Evil Dead. They did the, the natural progression of where Ash would well, be. Also, the fact that it's a TV show yes. lends the fact that it's not to be taken as serious like just a wants, film. He wants to live in a place so nice they named it Jacksonville. <laughs> it's uh, it's funny because it's a TV show and it yeah. kind of suits that. You're lowering the bar by making it a TV show. It's, by the way, so fucking bloody. You know because you saw the first oh, three. Dude, dude, they I just saw... spray blood into his mouth over and over, like just his face getting well, mutilated. Not only that, the horror on the show is great. Yeah, yeah, that especially Actually, the first two. Shit, yeah, the first two cool. episodes have a, a lot more horror to them. And then wait till you see when, uh, um, oh my god, what's his name? What's the, the Latino Pedro? Kid? Um, Pablo, Pablo, yeah, Pablo, Pablo. He's not so Pedro. funny. That's the little Latino Pablo. Kid. <laughs> so, a slight spoiler. He's like. Uh, his uncle's like a shaman, and he's a brujo. Uh, and then <laughs> the, the the uncle's like, "You could be the brujo." By especial. the way, brujo, brujo literally translates into witcher. Yeah, he's yeah. a witcher. Well, so he's a witch, you know, Shout a to witcher. Carol. But he says, "You could be even more powerful. You could be the brujo especial." <laughs> it's so <laughs> stupid, but I thought it was so fucking that's, funny. That's how you would say like like a like a taco. You could be the quesarito or the Quesarito Especial. Yeah, you could the be the Quesarito especial. Uh, Supreme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Supreme yeah. Taco. So anyways, let's just get to the ending. So there's right, a so bunch yeah, of horror. So basically, a bunch of shit happens. You know, it gets it gets nuts, man. Okay. Everybody dies. Yeah. You know, there's a scene where the pretty blonde girl cuts her arm off, and it's dope. It's so good when she turns. She's like, I feel so much better now. And then her arm's hanging by like a sliver yeah. of flesh and just falls off. Like, seriously, if you guys are still listening... And you're not convinced yet? Just please watch this movie. It's really good. But um, well, and if you've seen it and you didn't give it a fair shake, fucking watch it again. Watch it again. Clear the the like this has to be Evil Dead because we've got yeah. Ash vs Evil Dead now. They did it. They did yeah. Evil Dead Three. We've got it. Yeah. Take away all your pre predispositions. And, and honestly, this is probably what paved the way for Evil or Ash vs Evil Dead because people were so like. Oh man, you know they didn't have Ash, whatever. And then the special end credit scene is Groovy. Bruce Campbell turning around what? with just in black, it's just black like a black red. background with just his face, and he just says Groovy. "Groovy," and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" And then that's I think what drew interest yeah. in because they had been saying they wanted to make an Army of Darkness two. That was going to be instead of Evil Dead three, they were going to do an Army of Darkness two, like a continuation of the Army of Darkness. And that was what, you know, people started going fucking crazy for. And then I think, you know, kind of they were like, oh, shit, there's interest. And, you know, Raimi only directed the first and last episodes of season one and produced all of them. And I think he wrote and directed the first and last episodes. And he wrote a little bit in, in the, the, in the show. Middle. Yeah. So Raimi directed some of the show. Yeah. And he directed one or two episodes every season. Hmm. And the way the series ends, I won't spoil it at all, but it's Please it's don't. it's a. Uh, it's very Army of Darkness, like the the way that they like open ended. Yeah, yeah, which is good because 
I mean, Bruce well, Campbell said, I'm retiring this the is character. A, this is a franchise. You yeah. want to leave it open to, like they did with this film. Yeah. An open-ended... Who knows if if uh, Ash, Bruce Campbell, still exists in the universe yeah. of Mia, and they're just 30 years in the fucking future, yeah. and, he's, and she's maybe his great niece. Well, because it is the same cabin. That's the whole thing. And his car is there. Yeah. Which, if you were to take Army of Darkness, the the thing that sucks about that is like he did get his. I think it's a Chevelle, right? No, what I forget what it's. I don't give. I don't know what fucking car it is. If you show it, to well, me, you know I can, what's funny. I can identify it, but I don't. Sam Raimi puts that car in every movie because that was his car. Yeah, he's just like Stephen Stephen. Yeah, King. yeah, yeah. That that was his car during that the car production is in of fucking Spider Man. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> that car was his car during the production of Evil Dead. And that's why, like, it was in all his movies because it was just his car. It was always there. So he fucking threw it in because he loved it, you know? And then it became his thing. So anyways, the very ending of this movie is so good. It's all of the things happen, right? So of what girl movie? eats her face of Evil Dead. Girl eats her face. Um, girl cuts her arm off. There's, like, a whole series. And then it's all five souls or four souls have to be fed. Actually, five because Mia's soul was there. So yeah. it's five souls have to be fed to this thing, and then it gets summoned. And so the brother saves Mia by burying her alive, and then he uh, defibrillates her with a homemade like car battery defibrillator. Oh, that was such a fast way to say that, but I would take like 10 minutes. So you, yeah. All right, it's fine. Watch the movie. Well, yeah, because we're tr- not trying to do yeah. every scene. So Demon comes up. It's the the girl she's been seeing basically they think they they think they defeat it because they they look and they go oh we have to do this and her brother realizes in order to save my sister i have to kill her i have to kill her because the demon won't leave her body unless she's dead yeah so i actually i forgot in this moment right now don't tell me or you can say it actually or don't for the listener actually i remember don't say it how he kills her Without like blowing her head off or like dismantling yeah. her body, she technically dies. He has to kill her and bury her. Yeah, and then he has to wait, um, because the demon has to leave her body. So what he does is he in the movie kind of does in a weird way, you know, whatever. He has to figure a way to bring her back to life. So he he kills her, he buries her, and he waits. And there's like a little moment, like a scene, like maybe forty five seconds, forty seconds. Where you see him pacing over the mound of dirt. Where he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like, I don't want to wait too long. Like, fuck, yeah, fuck, fuck. But then the tree and that's then on fire goes out. Then eventually he's like, fuck, my sister. And he, he goes to dig her up. And he goes to wake her up and he has to defibrillate her. And they think they win. And they do. But they don't. They don't. Because then the last, the teacher buddy stabs homeboy in the neck. And then he yeah. blows the house up. And then... That's all five souls fed. Even though Mia saved, her soul was fed to this yeah. demon. And then, so the demon comes to and life. And then it starts raining fucking blood. blood. And this is when you know you're at the last act of the film. Something that I've never seen, something so intense and so dope. The last like 20 minutes, it's probably 15 minutes. The last act of the film is all in pouring rain. But what they did was, is they shot it in like fucking black and white or some shit and they made all the rain red yeah so everything looks it's everything is drenched in blood yeah to the point where 
I'm promising you, you have never seen this much blood in a movie. No, not even in The Shining when it comes out of the elevator. Dude, that's 10 seconds. Yeah. You know? This is an entire fight this scene is, in blood. Yeah, dude. This is like the most blood you've ever seen because it's pouring. It's like it's like Florida in August <laughs> yeah. pouring rain and it's blood and it's pouring blood rain. And this fucking demon thing is chasing after her. And she's trying to fight it. And she's trying to. And you, what you watch is, is you notice, is she's trying to figure out. Because mostly she's trying to get away from this. Like, it's it, it's almost like a cliche grudge ring. Yeah. Like, grudge ring, just like a girl in a nightgown with long hair. Oh, she's him. nude in this, though. Um, she just has no gen- genitals. Yeah, like, you're She's right. a flat, right. like, Ken doll. But throughout the movie, she's in the nightgown. You're That's, right. Yeah. At the end, she comes out of the ground and she's, and she's just got like, like her spine like protruding out of her yeah. back. It's really creepy. And it's just like she's trying to figure out how to fight this yes. thing. Yeah, she keeps trying different things and then she and gets the chainsaw. you just have to like, you got to just watch it and see how she ends up figuring out what to do. And and it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty dope. I mean, fuck it. We we're, all right, we have to bring this up. There's a moment when she's hiding under a truck and the demon notices she's under the truck. So the demon flips the truck over. So so Mia tries to roll out from under the truck, but her hand gets stuck because yeah. the truck falls on her arm. Classic homage to Evil Dead. Not yet. Well, Evil Dead 2. Well, not yet. Like the, the truck falls on her arm. And she can't get her arm out. And she realizes, oh, I'm fucked. Like, this is it. I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. I can't move. And she does something completely breaking physics and regular life science laws. But she goes, I'm so tired of this. I'm not dealing with this anymore. So now you see the fact that she's been dealing with her drug uh, withdrawals, her friends dying, the whole traumatization of this demon fight. And... She just puts her foot up against the truck and she pulls and twists and she rips her arm off in the middle of her forearm. Yeah, she like so rips not, her hand off basically. It's, no, it's not the hand. It's in the it's middle. It's just it's just down past the ri- or the end of her it's, hand. It's 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 the between her wrist and her elbow, dude. Yeah. She breaks it at the bone. And she And you see flesh which, ripping again, which, which is so doesn't creepy. that wouldn't happen. Like mm. you would need to rip at a joint. You know what she should have done, which is like, I was the whole time like, just use the fucking chainsaw. She didn't have it yet. Yeah, it was next to her rolling. Because remember, she cuts the, the chick's leg off. Oh, you're right. Anyways, yeah, it's going. So she, she she rips her arm off. and But that whole scene, that whole thing where you see that she gives up, she goes, or she doesn't give up, she goes, fuck it. Oh, no, you're right. Because she looks at the chainsaw and she can't reach it. Yeah. Remember, the girl's coming around the corner yeah. and she's like, fuck, 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 fuck. And that's and when she, she does it. She rips her arm off and. She takes control. It's, it's fucking crazy. She just chooses to be like in control for the moment and she rips her arm off and it's fucking nuts, man. And then she goes to a way to finally. Div- the line I played kill. at the beginning of this movie. Yeah, the line you killed. Like, this, this demon, she, she gets a chainsaw and she fucking chainsaws this thing. And um, she kills it. So brutal, too. Like, cuts it in half. Yeah, she... It's, Shoves it's, it in her mouth and then just cuts down her body. It's an homage to Evil Dead 2 when the when 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 Ash, like, uses the metal rod to yeah. hit the chainsaw and it, like, falls back on the head and cuts itself. Yeah. She basically cuts this thing down the middle. 
and fucking kills it. And it's fucking crazy, man. It's really gross and it's really amazing. And the music is crazy. Like the, the, the crescendo of the strings, always. There's many crescendoing strings through this movie. Oh, a lot. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of that. Oh, there's a lot of that shit. And um, she kills the thing. And then when she kills it, the rain stops. Yep. And she the just sun basically comes out. Walks off. And no, and she passes out. And now everyone's dead. You know, that sucks. Yeah. And that blows. But eventually she um she passes out, yeah. She gets up, she walks off. So so there's an ex- that's the end of the movie, but there's an extended ending that shows that Maybe the brother was possessed by the demon before he died, but the house blew up. Yeah. So he's dead. Yeah. And then I remember Aaron, you had told me, like, oh, the the extended ending shows she eventually is, like, walking down a road, the nearest road. Yeah, and she just passes out. And a trucker picks her up, and he goes, oh, my God, are you okay? And he puts her in the truck, and he's driving her. And at the very end of the movie... uh, You see it zooms into her eyes, and, of course, cliche horror, the eyes... Open up at the end. But they're not but deadite. This is why they weren't deadite. Because those are pre... Th- those are pre-post Pre-effect. shots. Okay. If you look at the scene where the brother even... Yeah. That's pre-post with mm. the fire. Because it shows that the teacher buddy is the one that's going yeah. here. That's all pre-post. Yeah, but I think it was more to show that she's alive to like have her be the next Ash, basically. No, because if you look at it the way that it's presented... Um, the way her eyes open, the way it zooms in with a slight shake, and the type of crescendo on the note they're hitting—it's a horror note. Yeah, it's to be like she's the she's the fucking deadite again. But I was like, maybe they did it to say like Ash will return in, you know, or Mia will return in Evil Dead too. No, for me, for for, maybe, but for me, it struck me like horror. It really struck me. Yeah, as if I could it was, see it. It was telling me that it seemed like this is the just, jump cut at the they end. They just didn't want to pay that dude the extra three hundred bucks to like put the put the yellow in the eyes. Yeah, and they said, "Here's the bonus footage." How many times have we seen bonus footage of movies with no special effects? Yeah, it's true. So that's what I think is it means that she should have been, but hopefully not. Um, I mean that was a pretty fucking sketchy, all over the place, crazy fucking talking shit review of yeah. it. We've never we don't really do these in depth yeah, reviews, no, but we, this we is a, it's the star of the show. So. We literally didn't like plan this. Like I just had been watching this. This all started because like last week I decided to change my profile picture and my background picture on Facebook. So I chose my background picture as Evil Dead. Yeah, like a scene of the Mia. Scene, yeah, it's Mia blood. like running from the demon. And, like, a bunch of people started posting, like, asking. There was, like, a horror thread basically got made. And then I was like, damn, Aaron, I want to talk about Evil Dead again. And I want to talk about, like, remakes and shit. What I had been thinking about doing. And you've been thinking about doing some off-week So you're like, why don't we talk about it? So that's how this came up. Um, So that, so basically, we've been talking so much about Evil Dead. Say again? You weren't pointing it at your mouth. You got real quiet there. So we were, you know, wanted to talk about this. Um, last thing I, want, I do want to say about this is, other than just being a horror horror film, I do like the actual idea that. Um, sorry, I was taking a sip of water. Um, that was booze. Um, 
I like the fact that it's also an allegory for her drug addiction. Because if you watch the movie and you look at it, and you really, if if you yourself are having any problems or have dealt with problems with substance abuse or you know anybody, you know that if that person or you are lucky enough to have anyone who cares about you who's ever actually reached out and tried to help you, you kind of finally see, you kind of eventually see that like, the only person that can help you is you. Yeah, that's you know? sort of the ending of so, that. So, like, I really like that. Yeah, we could take this as an Evil Dead movie. But also you could take it as an allegory of her drug addiction was so terrible because it was a heroin addiction, which is really bad. Like, I deal with the problem. I drink too much. You know, I have to deal with what the fuck I'm dealing with. So that's why I kind of resonate with this movie a lot, I think, because um, I deal with my own demons. And I like the fact that you could look at it in a way where no matter how much those people wanted to help Mia, they they weren't going to be able to because it's up to her to do it. And in the end, sometimes you can do all your best to help someone who needs your help and you can still get burned. And like, as as our favorite boy, Shia LaBeouf, says, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they all got hurt in the end. Yeah. And even she did. And in the end of the film, I, I really took... The, the the demon that she came across, even though we had the crazy scenes where she crashes into the swamp and you know the the thorny tongue slug penetrates her and it's a demon. I really thought that by the end of the film she was fighting herself because it kind of does yeah, look it like looks her. a lot like her. it looks a lot like her. And I thought that by the end of it, it's she has to fight herself. And even when she makes it to, makes her way out and she wins. She didn't lose her hand. She lost half her arm. Yeah, she's scarred. She lost it. a piece of herself. Everyone who tried to help her is gone now. So that could mean they're dead, or maybe they've just abandoned you because. Well, yeah, she pushed everyone away. Basically, you pushed everyone away. Yeah. So I, I, that's why I think I watched this movie so much because it's an, it's an allegory for addiction and trying to help yourself and figure out what's going on and identify. And sometimes you don't identify your own demons. Sometimes your demons fucking come out of the ground and try to kill you. And it's it, that's why I think, I, I mean, other than the cinematography and whatever the fuck these sexy-ass cameras are using, <laughs> they're really good cameras. It's really a good-looking film. But I, I really enjoyed it, and I wanted to share the sentiment of that movie and and kind of, like, talk about it. Um, also just to throw out the note of like, not to go there, we're not going to go there, but how people always say like, uh, women aren't expressed in film and bitch, you got Sigourney Weaver and you got Sarah Connor and you got this. And then also look at the remake of the thing. That was another movie I wanted. I wanted to watch it, but I couldn't find it. But the remake of the thing was really good. It's not as good as the Kurt Russell film, but that movie was really good. My only um, issue with that one was it was too much of the original thing because it was supposed to be a sequel or a. No, it was a remake. No, it's not a remake. It's a sequel. It's it's, a sequel. it's really a prequel. That's the original people that were there that found it before Kurt Russell's group. Holy shit! Because when Kurt Russell's group was there, what brought it in? The dog. Yeah, and the dog is in that movie too. Holy shit! Because they found the mammoth in yeah. the remake. It was. Sorry, guys. Now we're talking about the remake of the 2011 film. It was 2011, I believe, right? I can't remember. Uh, I think it was 2011, The Thing. Um, 
Which instead of Kurt Russell, they replaced him with a, a female lead. Mary very, Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, very great actress. Ramona Flowers. Amazing fucking movie. And what it was is they found a woolly mammoth buried. And they said, we're going to drill into it. It looks like it still has like flesh. And, she, and I remember she says, do you think that's a good idea? I'm not sure if we should do that. That's a dope part of it. <laughs> she tells them, I don't think you guys should fuck Yeah. No, nah, we're going to drill into this old woolly mammoth and fucking pull out a blood sample and fucking I'm just going to put it up I'm going to I'm going to mix it into some fucking ceviche, serve it at fucking brunch. <laughs> yeah. Like get the fuck out of here, man. But that was a good film, you know. I thought that th- this whole remake thing I I'm, I might want to make it a thing that we might like every now and then look into other stuff, but but I really wanted to give Evil Dead the respect it deserved. Um lo- like Pleasantly, I went online today and looked up a bunch of reviews, and almost every single review of Evil Dead 2013 said some people were talking shit, but this movie was mostly like greatly yeah. received. Yeah, it, really it was. actually was greatly received, and I'm happy. Yeah, but it received no, it received no um, accolades in any like awards or. Acknowledgements, other than like you know weird little websites like bloodydisgusting.com. Yeah, yeah. But anybody who cared, nobody fucking gave a shit because, like, I'm really telling you, I, they I don't wrote know. it off because it was a remake. They wrote it off because it was a remake because it was a horror film. Yeah, and yeah. that's not fair because I've I've never f- come across a film where I've said uh, dialogue delivery is important, and yeah. this movie has. Like at least four moments that I go back and I'm like, man, the way that actor or actress delivered that dialogue was like really good, and I really enjoyed that, you know. Yeah, but it was a good movie. I appreciate it. I appreciate Jane and what she did. I appreciate the teacher buddy actor and how he did. Yeah, he's a bit guy in a lot of stuff. I can't remember his name. He did a really good job, man. And I, I, I think. And I'm happy that it's there because everyone will be able to see it. Yeah. Watch it if you haven't yet. I mean, you shouldn't have listened to this, obviously. But uh, write in if you um, let me know what you think. Let us know what you think. You'll also write in because now we got a a, a bi-monthly. We know we got nerds, full-on episodes every other week. And then what we're going to try to do is see if we're going to test this out. We're going to see if we can do this every other week and... See if we have things to talk about. And if you guys enjoy this, let us know if you like these off-week episodes. Yeah, and if you want us to watch um, something, you know, fucking let us know. Fuck that, yeah. Throw in some, some uh, requests to let us watch. Let us know on Netflix or anything or Amazon. Whatever, man. We'll find anything we need to see. I have been even watching. Old, even older stuff. I've been watching because of Nana Pratt, which I'll talk about on Nerds because i got to finish it. I have three episodes left is... Goblin Slayer. So I will, uh, that'll be next week. I'll review that and we'll be talking Punisher season two. Um, and you wanted to talk one game that you've been playing. Um, I beat Onimusha. Yeah, I got it, but I haven't even started it. So we bought Onimusha. We talked about it on uh, the last time I was on yeah, Nerds Main. Yep. Um, so I sat down. It took me one, it took me one playthrough. Yeah, it's four hours max. Yeah. So I did it in three. 25 or some shit um it was technically two what i did was i played the whole game i got to the final conflict the end fight and then i stopped and i waited like a week or two yeah 
because I was thinking of going back and doing all the trophy stuff. And then I told myself, dude, just beat the fucking game. Yeah, so don't, I beat don't it. Bloodborne yourself. Yeah, so I just beat it before I got here. So my ending time was maybe three three hours and 20 minutes. Um, for a commoner, not to be rude, um, I, I played Onimusha when it came out over yeah. f- 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, for a commoner, probably a five-hour game. It's still worth it. It came out at $20. It's still worth it. Wonderful game. It's very precursor to Souls. Yeah, um, you see a lot of it in there. Yeah, there's bonfire in the sense that you have save points you have to get to. Um, you When you kill enemies, you get souls from them. You use those souls to upgrade your weapons and your yeah. armor. Yeah, It's very souls. It very, very, very much is. I wonder if it predates Kingsfield. And no, it, yeah, Kingsfield and, is PS1. I mean, so is Onimusha. No, Onimusha's PS2. I think Onimusha's PS1. You're wrong. I How dare you even go to your fucking dude, it's one of my favorite it's one of my top 5. You're wrong. Onimusha is a PlayStation 1 game. Sir? No, I'm sorry. PlayStation 2 game. It's PS2, dude. <laughs> Those graphics are way too good. Get out of my life. It is PS2. You're right. Yeah, you're completely wrong. <laughs> Onimusha is PS2. They were all PS2, which is crazy. Onimusha 1, 2, 3, and 4 Yeah, were all PS2. Even the one with Jean Reno, which yeah. was so bad. No, it wasn't. That no, game was Jean Reno is so bad, I mean. Oh. Like, he's well, kind people, of... I never saw The Professional. Oh, that's a great movie. But anyways... Yeah. What did you think of of the Warlords remaster? Okay. Um it's a wonderful game. I think that if you know what I think that if you go to movies buy this fucking game cuz you spend $14 on a fucking movie ticket. Yeah, and this is double the time of a movie. You and know. it's a wonderful experience. There's actually a good nuanced battle technique called the Isen. Which is basically a reverse, uh, like, just guard. Basically, if you block at the moment of impact... No, if you attack at the moment of impact, you automatically kill the enemy. But that's very difficult. It is difficult. Yeah, that's like a good parry, like a perfect it's like parry. A par- it's a perfect parry. Yeah, it's it's a just it's a just guard. Wait, a, a who's the main character? Is this one Salmonosuke? Salmonosuke. Okay, because he comes back in three, right? He comes back in three with Jean Reno. Yeah. Um, second one, part two is Jubei Yagyu. I like. I think I liked Jubei better, even oh, though it was... everyone does. Onimusha two is the best in the series. Yeah. Down pat. Onimusha two, Samurai's Destiny, <laughs> is one of my favorite games of all time. Complete, not bullshitting. You know how we say that often when we yeah, bring yeah. up cool games. I love Mega Man three. It's one of my favorites. Fuck that. No. Mega Man 2 is my favorite Mega Man and Mega Man 1. But like, Onimusha 2 Samurai's Destiny (laughs) is one of my favorite games of all time. And it's such a leap beyond Onimusha 1. Yeah. And you play as Jubei Yagyu. And it even has like dope-ass historical figures like Magoichi Saiga. (laughs) Like that fucking nigga who brings the gun into it and shit. And fucking, it's such a good game as a gift giving system, where through the game you find items. Mm-hmm. You might find a, 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 a sashimi box or 
a, a, a social cube or a stuffed animal. And depending on the people you meet, you can give them certain things. So I might meet Aaron and give him the sashimi box. But he doesn't like sashimi, so it makes me and his bond kind of go down. Yeah. But if I give him the stuffed animal because he likes, you know, cute little things to fuck while he's sleeping. Yeah. It it makes us grow old. And it it changes the effect of what things will happen in the future of the game. Onimusha 2 Samurai's Destiny is brilliant. Such a good game. Great battle shit. You got great battle, like mechanics. fighting mechanics, and wonderful, beautiful game. And it grows. Three is great too, but it's not as good as three. Isn't as good as two. Four. That's another aspect. It's the best, but two is the best. I think what they did was they released one. They did a test. It sold out. Yeah. If you go to Capcom dot com, they no longer have copies. Yeah. It sold out within. It, Capcom sold out of copies, physical copies of Onimusha. Um, I think a week before it even dropped. Yeah. But they didn't make a lot. So the, hopefully they'll do it again for two and three and four. And it's a great game. It's 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 fun. Um, it's old school, but it's it's fun. It's different. It's It's got like Resident Evil vibe because it's kind of a Resident Evil type game. It's a good game. And I really just think people should should flock towards it and just play it if they like if they like that kind of shit. Try something different, you know? Yeah. Like if you're gonna buy the newest indie game, go spend twenty bucks, wait for it to be on sale, and go play it because it's a good game. Yeah, it'll know? be on probably on the winter sale for PSN. It'll be one of those kind of things where it's on like a sale for there because there's no physical left. Um I gotta play it. I got I got that and I got Resident Evil two remake that I gotta play. I also Damn, you got that. I also bought Immortal Unchained, the shooting souls, souls with guns. What is that? It's the um, uh, Immortal Duck Feed, Unchained, Duck Feed TV. You know, uh, Bonfire Side Chat. They're doing a new, the new season is Immortal Unchained, so it was on sale for twenty. Is bucks. it a case? You yeah, have a I have it right physical? there. Yeah, it's like the third one down on the top stack right there of PS4 games. No, 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 uh, down under Flash. Sorry, to the right. The ones that are stacked horizontally. It's the third one down, I think. Uh, sorry, he's looking at my bookshelf. Uh, it's... What the <laughs> fuck is this? This is a Dark Souls Dark Souls first-person shooter? No, it's third-person, but it's it's Dark Souls but with guns, and you have to like time your shots, and it's uh, supposedly pretty good. Oh, I think I saw something about this. You should try it. You want to borrow that? You want to GameStop that? I hear good things. It's the same game. It's is this the one that's just boss fights? No. Oh, so it's not the one. It might be kind. No, there's definitely enemies. The boss fight one is the one where you just have when one are you arrow. Play this. Probably after I have to beat Kingdom Hearts. Oh, let me I gotta play. play Resident Evil. Yeah, I got shit. I gotta do. Because you so know. How about this? All right. All right. So, next week we'll talk that. No. Next how about this, guys? Week. How about this, guys? So we're gonna do something. Is since we're starting this new like sub sub uh, sub channel, um, and these niggas be talking some bullshit. You gotta stop dropping the n bomb, dude. <laughs> Nana Sorry. Pratt hates that. Okay. Oh, he doesn't like. It? He said. Yes, it? he said. It, he said to stop. Really? Yes. He did. All right. I'll, I'll send him a message. <laughs> Sorry, Nana. <laughs> Jeez. 
Um, anyways, oh, by the way, Jesse's wearing his uh, Bloodborne pin and his and Dark, Dark Souls, Souls pin. pin. Great white, uh, great wiz- madman's wisdom looks good. It's the best. Bro, you All really right. hating like that on my language right now? <laughs> anyways, but um, I'll play this because we've been talking shit and not streaming stuff. Yeah. But I got some free time on my hands. Maybe I'll I'll start and I'll um I got plenty of free time right now. Look at the back. It says death is not the end. That is literally like a description of fucking Dark Souls, right? I mean that's also the description of like modern religion. No, true. It's just funny because it's so like, and it's supposedly really souls. But I, uh, the Damn, duck Nana, feature. I didn't mean to like upset you, dog. Like, I mean, you don't get where I'm from. <laughs> it's and fine. My story, dude. It's no, it's not that I'm some. I'm like, I'm not Aaron. Like, we we're, we're different. Like, <laughs> dude, it's, it's, it's different. Like, it's not like I'm not. I'm not fucking Machine Gun Kelly trying to throw end bombs out for for fucking that's the way i speak because of the climate that i grew up in and i live in and because of who and what i am i'm sorry my friend i apologize <laughs> and i'll try my best to, to not say that but i appreciate <laughs> for you calling me out aaron we're not gonna cut this out we're, we're gonna not leave it there we're here. It's, because it's important for us to do this because with uh regular nerds i have to be like you know they gotta reel me in a bit yeah they gotta let, not let me say the the f word and other things like that, whatever. Because I like to just be whatever and let everybody judge. But I get it that we don't want to like antagonize people. And I wouldn't have cared if you would have said it was anybody else. But I respect Nana Pratt and I like him, dude. So my bad. Speaking of, I'm I've missed some. Blurds. I fucked up two two weeks. I was supposed to be, or three weeks. I was supposed to be on, but we couldn't get the schedule. And then the last one was my fucking birthday, and I like we had a. Um, we had to get the hot water heater replaced here, and I had to have the guy here. I had to take Lulu out because she was freaking the fuck out, and it was, like, too much. I was like, I got to get the fuck yeah. out of here. But I'm going to be on Blurds. Um, Blurds are us, which um, is an affiliate show. They're our sister show. Yeah. They are, um, yeah, they're, like, the cooler version of us. But, um, well, so- if anything, you know, Nana, if anything, if you hear this shit, I'll holler at you, dude, and my bad. I, I, I don't want to ever cause contention, but... <laughs> he I, wasn't I, I angry. He just said, "You gotta stop saying it." <laughs> well, I don't have to, just because you tell me I have to. But since I respect you, I will do my best to be respectful. But I also do need people to understand, and you to understand that sometimes people get a card and they get a pass, and I don't know if that matters to anyone else. And it, I, don't, I don't know. It's 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 a weird subject, and it's a weird situation. Um. When it comes to PC policing, I do understand. So it is a weird thing. And this is something that, you know, as you're not... Because normally Keith right now would be waving me down to, Stop! Stop! Like, since we're like the side side show, we can kind of get into like a little bit of like, All right, I get it. You know, get into a little more realness. Um, understanding the sensitivity of the climates that we do live in. Yes, but we're at an hour and 50 minutes. If people are still listening, I don't know that they want to hear this right now. Okay, Keith. No, I'm just saying. I don't know that in two Pretty hours. I'm sure they're two. still listening if they want to, but we'll try this shit out. Immortal Unchained. Um, Maybe stream. Maybe Jester954 on Twitch, right? Are you well, on? yeah, no. no I, just, I, just, I just stream that. I, I guess I should start a Twitch. Yeah. I just do it on my PS4. No, but that streams to Twitch. Or you could just follow me on PS4 and catch it on there. 
No, but who, I don't. Who I don't. actually uses Twitch? Well, no, you, when you use st- Twitch? When I stream to PS4, I use Twitch. Yeah. That's when what I you stream. stream to PS4, I just stream straight to my YouTube. Oh, okay. So it's YouTube. I then YouTube go to YouTube. It. Yeah, same thing. I use Twitch. I watch uh, people on Twitch when there's games that come out that I want to play, but I don't know if I want to buy them. Do you? I, I don't know. I don't know why I've never used Twitch. I always just YouTube. I never watch people when they play live. I do because I chat with people. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I uh, I go to smaller channels and I like to fill their chat because I know what it's like to be a smaller channel. And people, when I played um, Lords of the Fallen, just called me gay over and over again and told me I looked like Siler from Heroes. That's fine. Yeah, that's that is it is just it was just what it was. There was mostly people being like, "How is this?" And it would be like every five minutes, someone new would join in and go, "How is this? Is it like Dark Souls?" And I'd be like, "Yes." If Dark Souls was covered in mud and walking in slow motion. So is Immortal Unchained a first-person shooter? No, it's third-person. It is Dark oh. Souls, but it's just with guns. And there's just, instead of melee weapons... How much did it cost? It was 20 bucks. When it came out? No, no, it came out at 60 I think. or f- Yeah, it was, it was 60 I think I might know what this is. This is not The Surge. No, I yeah, yeah. no, no. I'm just saying in case. You... Apparently, Surge. It was terrible. Got, I hated no, it, dude. Apparently, Surge got patched, DLC'd, and is baller now. Really? And people are raving now. I hated it. People were raving when it came out, and I fucking hated it. I thought it was so. I think boring. it's because what you had to realize was you had to target limbs. No, I I did. It was just annoying. It wasn't fun. You and you traded that in though. I did. You got rid that of it. That first boss fight made me so mad that i was like i'm not gonna play this anymore and i like it wasn't like souls where you're like okay i i see what i did wrong like this is where you shoot everyone in the back i don't know that's what it is immortal unchained you gotta shoot everybody in the back i know what this is i don't want to play this shit (laughs) i know what this is i'm gonna look when we when we finish we're gonna look at a little quick video i think i know what this is and it looks really cool and i watched the video and i was like i think if i play this game i'm gonna be infuriated after 22 (laughs) minutes i think you have to like shoot everyone in their back but hey, I know that we're getting a little long. Yeah, it's just getting late. I still have like eight topics to talk about, but it's all good. <laughs> well, we went you know for I mean? an hour and a half on uh, on Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Well, I mean, no, we went on an hour on Lars von Trier. <laughs> no, we did like thirty minutes on Lars von Trier, but but it's again, all we're good. we're just we're having we just want to give everybody stuff to listen to. Hey, man. just so you guys know, like if we do these things every other week, uh, send send a message or email or whatever. Yeah. And, because this is what we'll do. We'll just sit here and talk shit until Aaron gets nervous and wants to stop because it's too long. Because I'll sit here all night. Yeah, my but dudes. it's late. But, um, well, it's but late yeah. for me. It's 11 p.m. Yeah, I'm it's old. his bedtime. It's his uh, bedtime. Bye. Well, uh, also, by the way, Darksiders 3 deleted my file, but thank God for cloud saves. Yeah, you so said I your clouds it. weren't working too, right? And I guess they weren't, but apparently, luckily, it did. It was an I think older... it's like certain games it doesn't work for because I get the same issue. It'll tell me cloud saves not updated. No, I think I found out what it was. It'll keep trying to resave your cloud saves for games that you haven't played. Mm. So it's trying to resave the same file over the same file. Got and, it. And got it got says it. error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, my it was a, it was a file that was like maybe like two hours behind. Yeah, but um, Darksiders three did try. Darksiders three was like f- almost four months old now, and Dude, that bug is still happening. That shit straight up delete. Like 
Well, what sucked is last thing we'll say is I started my started the game. I go up. I go load. It shows my file. 25 hours, <laughs> 25 hours, whatever. Yeah. And as I go to click it, it goes, which control scheme would you like? And I'm like, which control scheme? <laughs> the same one, bitch. The one I've been using the whole time. Bitch, I'm already playing. Yeah. Default. Uh, s- select load file. My 25-hour file, I go select. And it goes, select difficulty. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, normal. And I start, and the beginning... The beginning movie starts. Jesus. So I shut the game off. I Dude. start it back on. I go to load file and it goes zero point like oh, zero point no. zero zero one minutes. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so I check my cloud saves. Luckily there's one in there. I bring it in. And then when I go to, to start my cloud save, it goes select control scheme, <laughs> no. select difficulty. And I'm like, what? So there's still some glitches in there. Luckily yeah. this one brought me to not where i was but but somewhere close enough close, yeah close enough i uh i started breath of the wild on switch i already played it on wii u but i didn't beat it so i'm gonna try to beat that too and i ordered for my own birthday present uh i have rf cards of some of the amiibos and i found an etsy that was like every legend of zelda amiibo rf card they're just these little cards that are the I chip yeah, yeah. I saw them. Yeah, they're the chips because you get all the cool armor, and I want all the armor. I, I played Fashion Zelda last time I played, and I was like, <laughs> borrowing Keats. I had a Fashion garbage rule. bag full of fucking Amiibos, and this time I just have all the RF cards. They come on Wednesday, so. Nice. High but I had to change my, my address. I almost ordered it to the same address I shipped those to, which was oh, the no. fake version of my house. So, anyways, we'll be Dude, back. We'll be back in two weeks. If you got any movies you want us to watch, if not, next time I'm probably going to be talking some anime. We'll talk games that, you know, if you play that or anything. Yeah, actually, next time we do this, uh, pretty much figure this, guys, in two weeks, every off week of nerds, we might do this. Um, so send in some messages, let us know. Because um, you want to talk Goblin Slayer. Yeah. And I just brought up, I think I'm going to go into that recent Grappler Baki. Yes. Because I know about old school Grappler Baki, and I want to get into the new Grappler Baki. Is that on Netflix or not? Yes. Yeah, okay. It is. It is. And um, I think my friend Ian watched it and said well, it was I, insane. Well, I want you to watch that video that I sent yeah. you saying why Grappler Baki is important mm-hmm. or something like that. And um, and that's cool. Like, we can make this to be a thing where like, um, it could be a little more interactive. Where If you guys tell us to watch something... We'll fucking watch it. Yeah, we don't have shit to do. Or send in fucking questions or whatever. Like, it, we're here to rant. Yeah. Until Aaron has to go Betty Bye. Pretty much. So, you know what I mean? And if you guys want to holler at your boy, catch me on PlayStation Network or on Facebook or on Instagram, uh, Jester954, J E S T E R 954. Hit me up. I've actually gotten to know a couple of you guys. You guys have hit me up. And we have a couple laughs. We've I've played some Souls with a couple, mm-hmm. Dark Souls with a couple. I played Street Fighter with a couple of um, nerds and nerd porn fans. So um, holler and um, let us know because we're just here to have fun. 
Yeah. Bitch, we don't got sponsors. We ain't got no <laughs> reason. To, Squarespace ain't fucking giving me no money. Like, Speaking of, Squarespace is the yeah. easiest way to develop a website. <laughs> Use squarespace.com slash shitbird and get 30% off your fucking website, yeah, you man, shitbird. Yeah, we just to have fun and we want to see like if you guys want to you know, be cool. And As always, listen what, to nerds. What um, Jesse's trying to do is ask you on a date. You just got real really coy. Am. I'm you just, just, I'm got just really asking coy, like... you guys to um, <laughs> just to get, just to communicate if you want, because I, I mean I've listened to many podcasts where they say that, and and I don't message, and I'm like, oh, I wish I could message. Fuck that, like for real. Yeah. Send a message and be like, watch an episode of that crappy Street Fighter cartoon and make fun of it, and we'll do it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, we, yeah. We don't got shit to do. We're here to have fun and entertain you guys. Yep. And we'll be back in two weeks and. Keith will be back and Jesse you're always welcome on any nerds episode obviously like any because this is nerds any main episode you want to come on that we're talking I wanted to do this with Jesse by the way because you're always doing stuff like old school movies you're always watching and playing games that we missed you know what I mean we, you're always catching yeah. up on shit that we miss so it's it's less important to watch new shit and do like current things because I yeah, like you guys time. watched Bird Box right away. Yeah, it took me like a month and a half, and then I watched it. You know exactly. So this uh, this kind of episodes will be better to just talk bullshit. We can just talk whatever we're playing, whatever it's. It's not as important to stick with news and things like that because there ain't no fucking news anyways. But anyways, we'll be back later, guys. Goodbye.